from the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Call John, toll free, cheap bastards, 1-800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. And now, Senor Juan Clay Wolf. If it's Saturday morning, must be time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Hi, everybody. It's nice to see you. There's on my left, my friend J.D. Ryan. Hey, man. Bobo in the big chair. How are you, sir? I guess. You are, man. You're in the big chair. I guess. Yeah. I got a freeze frame on my schedule. There's Gigi Drummond, my love. How are you? Oh, we don't hear her. There she is. There she is. Gigi, how's your week? My week is good. My week is ended, so it's great. I survived. How about that? There you go. Sometimes that's all you can do. I know you were talking to John earlier this morning about, and you you provide therapy for a lot of clients. Can you can you tell me how many clients you you carry? Oh, I see anywhere between twenty eight to thirty five people a week. Wow. So wow, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. It kind of is. I, it kind of is. I was expecting a number like twelve. I was thinking six. Oh no, no, that's how come I don't like to talk on the phone. I don't. When I shut down, I shut it down. And people are like you don't call me back. You don't answer the phone. No, right. I really don't. <laughs> I, I I actually understand. Yeah, <laughs> totally. yeah, I get it. <laughs> so in all those people that you talk to, have you noticed that that like it seems like people are really angry. Out there around. You and John were talking about, you know, or you, you you cuss people in your head, especially in traffic, right? Oh, yeah. I'm glad people can't read my mind. But then I, I try to be patient. I remind myself to be patient and stuff like that because I say somewhere. I used to say somewhere someone was driving behind one of my parents. So I try to practice right. patience. But it's hard sometimes, especially with all the stress and the and the pressure that people are under. You know, but but I do. Um, I've done anger management for the courts for for years. You know, when people get in trouble, then they get ordered to anger management. And the the best line that everybody has is, "Well, I don't even know why I'm here. I never get angry." <laughs> There's a reason you're here, my dear. Yeah, you know what I mean. I so, was reading uh, a New York Times article just last week, and it was talking about you know, do you notice that there's more anger since that. The big COVID thing, because they say it's basically anger is a normal reaction to stress. And we were all under, you know, prolonged uncertainty, grief, loss, and increased fear, basically nationwide, worldwide for that matter. So do you see more in the last two years or can you make any correlation? I'd say there's a big correlation, especially not so well. There was the initially with the onset of the pandemic, there was a uptick of fear and fear increases anger and helplessness and because it's never it's never anger is a surface emotion and unless you have intermittent explosive disorder i hear you (laughs) do you Uh, think that with all that uncertainty and then then the pandemic followed by all that isolation because we're you know we all stayed at home for everybody stayed home and that's fear you stay you stay locked up and everybody gets angry and and then then we're kind of released into the world again still angry at the world you see people like for, uh, Bob you and I were talking about the reality star Morgan Osman getting up she's getting all kinds of ridicule oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she got kicked off a plane you see a lot of this man recently like the crazy people that get kicked off airplanes of all the places not to be upset right uh, she's swearing we have audio here this will be cut number four Sean uh, we have uh, audio she's swearing other passengers as she gets and she's like a reality quote unquote star if you will 
pure, just, and you may understand this word, of course, uh, GG, toxic ego, where you're just so full of yourself, you just, you're angry at the world. All right, so we have cut number four. Call me a again. Call me a again. Yeah, you guys did nothing wrong. I said shut up. No, you shut the up. You shut the up. You shut the up. Film me. I'm Instagram famous, you bum. Oh, I'm Instagram famous. I'm Instagram famous. Go ahead and record me and see what happens to you. You bum. You bum. You. I'm getting thrown off the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I guess that's one way to handle it. And I watched that that video, and she is beautiful. Yeah, oh yeah. She looks like she's made entirely of cocoa butter. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so you're saying pretty people have a right to be angry? No, but I'm saying she. I, I mean, it, it'll turn you off. Yeah. Like, you I'm know what? She. I'm an Instagram. Did she say I'm an Instagram famous? I'm. Take my picture. I'm Instagram famous. You bum. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> do you do you get toxic ones like that, Gigi? I get I got a lot of angry people, but like I said, it's they're usually overwhelmed and frustrated um, because they can't create the changes they want to create. So yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And with the return to work um, and it making no sense, how people were more productive at home, and then the the management came in and said, "Well, you have to come back to work just because we say so." That increased people's anger and frustration. So I get it a lot. Craziness. I, mm-hmm. You know, I don't suffer from that angry thing very often myself, but I had a guy in traffic a few days ago. Yeah. I'm coming home. This is on a, like a three-lane freeway, okay. okay, going my way. And I, I mean, I, all my friends say I drive like a grandfather. I can't imagine you're very aggressive in traffic. No. No, No, I know where I'm going and how to get there, and I, I signal, and this guy pulled up alongside me, nearly hit me in like a work truck with a trailer full Behind of... Lawn implements <laughs> swerve almost swerved into me. His left arm is waving out of the cab of the truck, screaming. He called me everything but Charlie. You know, <laughs> I mean, just screaming obscenities that like like I had cut him off or right. something. Tra- I'm pretty sure I did not. Yeah, and like it scared me to death. But you know, those people that you have nothing to do with their problems. That's the thing I've told my girlfriend Kim. When people get crazy like that, it's really not you. They may have just gotten fired. They may have just gotten in an argument with their spouse. There's a million other things, and you're just the trigger. You're the last hair, if you will, that that pulled the trigger. The that's imp- a, that's a all. little empathy goes. How a dare long you? Way. Right. I just get out of their way because you never know when somebody's holding a gun in their lap. So here's another way you can you can handle your your uh, your anger and fear and maybe get a little little uh-huh. bit of release. Um, okay. And if you've already found yourself a significant other, mm-hmm. good for you. Count yourself lucky because dating is not what it used to be God. in the world today, right? There's a woman on TikTok that has a story about an unusual date that she had recently. This is online dating. Okay, she hasn't yeah. met the guy yet, but she comes to the date. Long story short, she wasn't the only woman. That the guy invited. What? He invited two chicks for the to the same date? date? This is cut number five. I met this guy on a dating app. They bring us to our table and they seat us at this four top, which honestly isn't that weird if you think about it. We're really only sitting there for like maybe two minutes before this girl walks up. So all the girls are just introducing each other. He'd scheduled this date at the same time with all three of us to meet at this place. He was trying to speed up his process of finding the perfect three-way. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, that's the best way to do it. Just throw them together and hope it sticks. Find yourself a little release, Daddy. I don't know about that, man. That's pretty fun. (laughs) No, no. The key is normally anytime there's going to be a three-way of any type, you have the the women set it up, not the guy. Ever, ever, ever. Guys, listen to me. Ever, you don't set it up. You let the women do it. You let the, you, your girlfriend find somebody who they click, and you stay out of the way. You're actually an invited guest <laughs> to their party. And Gigi, that is advice from a man who knows. Oh, stop. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, there are rules, as Gigi knows, there are rules. The client who came to me for anger management yeah. pulled a knife on me. What? So, I think he was really angry. <laughs> he pulled a <laughs> knife on you? He did, and I had so many red flags that I should have paid attention to, but, you know, I didn't. Like, when the therapist next door said, I don't think you should see him because he was beating on your door so hard that the pictures <laughs> right. fell off. You know what I mean? And it was just one of those instances where you realize you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, how did yeah, you get, sometimes... Uh, I, my brain goes, how do, you, how do you get out of that situation? Do you just say... Oh, I was just very calm, right? He got mad because I was kind of... Well, I'm like this in, in my sessions. And I was like, okay, right. They just put alcohol in the grocery stores to tempt you. Ha ha. <laughs> and he didn't think it was funny, right? Yeah. So, he... He takes his, like, it's like the biggest pocket knife. It, like, opened up into look like a sheath or something, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm realizing at that moment, okay, my chair is in the wrong place because I'm in the corner away from the door. The window's closed. My cell phone's outside. The building is empty. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, this is it? Like, for real? (laughs) You know what I mean? But... I was calm. I just told him, like, wow, that's a big knife you got there. Got to be movie. careful. You, you could get hurt with that. <laughs> don't threaten the doctor. That's right. You know what I mean? People are angry. And don't bring a spear when we come back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show. Brought to you by America's <laughs> Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. The John Clay Wolf Show. What have you got there? Divine inspiration. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. You know, instead of bidding the cars online right now that I promised, I'm going to switch gears. Guys that are sitting there waiting for the cars to bid, just go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load them up. I want to show our auction process. People ask what we do with the cars at GiveMeTheVin. We sell them at auctions. We're the largest wholesale auction dealer in the country. And, like, here's a clip of me standing on the block on a Wednesday at Dallas, Texas, Mannheim, Dallas. And it's syndicated all over the country, just like the show, of selling a BMW X6 Clip 2. I'm Vinnie Paul, I'm going to give it a 22 they gave the guy 90000 I think they were stoned when they did it. They were, we do overpay at GiveMeTheVin.com at times. <laughs> oh, and in a minute, I'm going to have Ozzy Osbourne come in and auction off a car. Angie's got a great chant, that gal you were hearing. But I think I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if Ozzy Osbourne was an auctioneer? So... 
I thought we'd bring him on to try him out. Ozzy, Ozzy, good morning. Ozzy, good morning. Good to see you, bud. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. So, Ozzy, we talked about this off air, and I want you to auction off um, a car, say, say it brings $20,000. I just want this to I want this to be a tryout to see if you can do what I think you can Hello Dollars 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 Francs Francs Dollars please dollars Peso me no pesos Four Four Ozzy, over there in the corner, I've got I've got eighteen thousand. You can go ahead and take that bid. Oh no! I thought we were going to sell it for twenty. So, Ozzy, we take us at the break. Oh boy, this is gonna be a minute. <laughs> Just John, 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 John Gladles. It's like Ozzy with a speech impediment. He's my, he's my friend. John Gladles is my friend, and I don't do cocaine, but I like a little vodka. And we'll have vodka for everybody for seven thousand. When we get back, we'll have John, 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 John Gladles. John Clay Wolf Show. No one knew where he came from. But everybody wanted what he was selling. Check out the podcast. He was just some hillbilly who got on a plane and then just landed somewhere. Please beware. The voice in your head is a threat. KCWshow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show. From coast to coast, the number one weekend morning show in America. Heard in Miami, Washington, D.C., Houston, Dallas, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Charlotte, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Austin, and broadcasting to the rest of the world at JohnClayWolf.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. You know, last night, I was in, I'm in Vegas, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know. Las Vegas, home of sluts and drugs. <laughs> In case you were confused, I did get um, Gigi, a African American hooker, tried to up myself on the way through to the room last night. No way! And What'd she say? I stopped to talk to her. She was, mm-hmm. you know, she was very well built. Imagine that. But why and, she got to uh, be a hoe though? I mean, she's just a hoe. A hoe is a hoe. How do, sure, how do sure. you know that she was I mean, a I, hoe? I mean, I mean, I just, you know, she's 23 years old. She's coming up to me saying, hey, what you doing? What you doing tonight? I'm like, well, I was, I'm with her. I think I'm fixing to do her. Huh. Y'all want any help? Ooh. Y'all well, want any oh. help? You know, that was a question I haven't been asked in a long time. Y'all want any help? A lot of people offer to help. Hey, can I lend you a hand? It's like, well. Hmm. So I was like, honey. Honey, come back this here. This nice um, young woman. <laughs> this nice young woman like to know if we need any help. Ooh. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> Y'all need a hand over there? <laughs> Let me help you it's out. It, 
it's interesting and it's it's weird. I live these different lives with different hats. You know, radio dude, car dealer dude, business operator dude. You know, Mister Straight on the for like doing business reporting. Mister Jerk for doing like what we're doing, talking right now, talking loose, like the way every, the way I like to talk, the way everybody likes to think. But last night at the iHeart Music Festival, um, we're in the VIP, you know, man, of course. And upstairs, it's full of radio people. And it's just so funny. And Bob, Bob and J.D. will definitely understand where I'm coming from. Gigi, you haven't been around radio people much. Mm-hmm. But the difference between car people, people in the car industry, and people in the radio industry, there's some drastic differences in, in dress, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, really, the radio people are better and bigger liars than the car people. What? I wouldn't pick yeah. that up at all, really. Oh, yeah. In what way? Oh, yeah. Just, just, I mean, they're lying about what's on the radio. I mean, oh, it's great. You know, this is working. How are your ads oh, doing? Oh, my working. God. Did, did you see the ratings? I mean, holy hell. That's it's true. magic. That's it's magic. It's magic, man. It's magic. It's better you know, than it's ever have... been. <laughs> right. It's better. It's bigger. You you are bigger than you've ever been. Man, How do you know? Because we just know. How do you know? How do you know, we man? We just know. So, so, but the radio guys, they're all wearing like $10 blazers and bright red sneakers. Right. And, and bl- black thick glasses and short hairdos. And the car guys are wearing $500 blazers and $500 shoes. Here, the difference between the radio people and the car people is the car people get paid like doctors and the radio people get paid like fast food workers. Right. And it used to be not the other way around. It used to be the other way But the car people are broke and the radio people have happened, have managed to save a little bit. They actually have something. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Really? Yeah, the, so, the car people, these, these, these people get in the car business, and they, they, they're uneducated. The radio people are educated. The car people are uneducated. The car people make a lot of money, but they don't have any money. The radio people don't make a lot of money, but they actually save some. It's just different personalities. Got it. But they're all dressed like little teeny bopper, you know. And remember, the, the, the medium of radio, <clears throat> your kids aren't listening to radio that much. No. Teenagers, Not right? Anymore. We used to we used to, you know, listen to the radio like you check your Facebook page, like I check my Facebook page. I used to listen to radio. What concerts coming on, who's on, what's going on. That was the social media was radio. So and that is not that for this new generation at all. So everybody in the radio world is older, but they want to look younger and they want to be younger and they want to be hip. So they dress like kids, but they have gray hair. It's pretty wild. <laughs> they will all want to be Instagram stars. Right. Yeah. But I did see, uh, not Cheryl Crow. Yeah, Cheryl Crow. Tim McGraw. And then some, you know, rappers that I have no idea who it is. And back to the shift, the paradigm shift of ages and genres. Cheryl Crow, of course, you know every song. Tim McGraw, you wish you didn't know every song. <laughs> what does he look like in person? Does he look as bad? He, he, looked, he looks fine. Does he, he looks fine. He, yeah. I just figured he was he, weathered. Um, TLC. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Wow. Um, it You know, if you put Gigi up on the stage and added 30 pounds to her and put some really tight clothes on and had some cute fat rolls hanging, then you'd have TLC. 
What? I got cute fat rolls already. Thank you're you very I, much. But I'm saying bigger ones, like plus 30 pounds. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mama's singing. She's got her voice. What's her name? The main I one. Don't... TLC. Waterfalls. TLC. Yeah, I know yeah, who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't anyway. know her name. But now the other one, who died? T-Boz is alive. Left she eye died. died. Right. T-Boz looks like she's 20 still. T-Boz Watkins, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, and Rosanda Chili Thomas. Rosanda looks like the maid. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Don't so go chasing my buckets <laughs> because there's one downstairs in the left-hand closet. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Eight hundred, There's some more good lyrics to be made out of that, actually, Bob. I don't know if, if you're the lyricist, not me. Yeah, yeah, no, it certainly lends itself, yeah. We have some music clips from some of the people that are there. You want to hear any okay. of them, John? We Let's have rock. Foo Fighters. Uh, rock and roll. Now, that's tonight. Foo Fighters are tonight. Okay, this is uh, cut 1.1. 1. 1. All right. That would be a great show. They're Kelly definitely on my list, man, people I really need to see. I would love to see them. Never have. Kelly Clarkson, 1.2. Cut one three is uh, Kane Brown. Have you seen any of these folks yet, John? Nope. No. The, 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 the rappers, I don't know. Okay. Kane Brown, uh, 1.3. Space country. Tractor rap, tractor rap, tractor rap. Yeah. Little Wayne is uh, cut 1.4. Little Wayne. Boy. And the guy Johnny saw last night, 1.5, is also from that TV show, Tim McGraw. He has iHeartRadio Music Festival going on right now in Vegas. That's why I'm here. And it's earlier here than it is everywhere else. Nathan in Canada, good morning. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Hey, how are you guys doing today? Good. What's up? Um... Yeah, I just had a question for you. Uh, I guess uh, I'd like to hear how everyone got their starts in radio, and if somebody wanted to kind of, I guess, join a station today, what would be a good way to get your foot in the door? Get in line at a fried chicken house <laughs> and hope I'm behind you. <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah. The, the last radio star was created in line at a chicken store. That is Gigi Drummond. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's me. What a great story. What a great story. The rest of us worked in small hey, market honey, radio. you got any Louisiana hot sauce? No, I just got Tabasco. <laughs> Man, I like you. You come with me? Bob and I spent years and years and years in small market radio working our way up, and Gigi basically took a video and was a hero. Right. You cannot Gigi do Gigi was anymore. just like Kim Kardashian. Did you see how right Kim Kardashian right. got fav- famous, Nathan? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what Gigi did. She had a sex tape. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which I am we, selling. Uh, Bobo started in the 80s. JD started in the 70s? Uh, well, late 70s, early 80s, yeah. Everybody did their internship, and everybody did their rounds of, of um, n- nobody rolled in as the boss. Um, so h- how would you get started today, Nathan, is your question? I would um, just, you know, 
do you want to be on air or do you want to be about production? Ideally on air, but I'd like to learn the, the, I guess the behind the scenes of it first. We're going to have to fix your personality first. It's a little bit flat. <laughs> so, okay. But I mean, you're, you're from Canada, right? Yeah. So can you do a bad Canadian impersonation and like, let's hear that audition for me. Oh no, there is no, there is no accent. It's natural. Right. What, how about the maple leaves? Oh yeah, the maple leaves. Oh, the maple leaves. Oh, they're crazy when they play the uh, the Canadians. Yeah. Yeah, Bob. Do oh. you have any? Going. Yeah, you know, but those know, maple leaves, you know, they're seasonal. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they, you know, oh, they play like... hard and they play, you know, really ag- aggressive. Uh, oh, there. At practice, oh. and then they go on the ice. Oh yeah. And not so aggressive anymore, you know, because they're too polite. <laughs> Which is a quality oh, yeah. unless you're trying to play hockey. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Drew, do you think Nathan's going to make it in the radio business, Drew, in Pittsburgh? Um, uh, probably iffy. Probably iffy, but no, I don't think Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's uh, not very spicy. L- l- let's get another opinion. Terrence, how would you break down Drew's performance? Uh-huh. Uh, speech impediment, Terrence. Good morning. Yes, I see. All right, but um, uh, anger management. You should be talking about anger management. Yeah. Earlier by Gigi, um, I have anger management a few times, and also that lady on the plane, the crazy lady on the plane. Yeah. Are you there? Can you impersonate well, the crazy, crazy lady? lady. T- T- Terrence, Terrence. Speech impediments, Terrence. Can you quickly yes. impersonate the crazy lady on the plane? I'm not crazy. I don't care what they say. Her name is Gigi, right? Right. Now, Terrence has a little bit of the Meltillus, it seems like. It seems like when he sings, his speech <laughs> impediment goes away. Right. So, Terrence, well, we have no, to go to... No, no I'm... I'm you're not my saliva. That's what the therapist told me to do. We got to go to break. Will you sing us? Uh, will you sing us a song out? The John Clay Wolf Show song on the way out. Hasta la vista, baby. Hasta right? la vista, baby. 800-800-7234. 800 radio. My name's John Clay Wolf. Buy cars on the air. Remember, we do that for America's best car buyer. Give me the vin.com. If you need flowers for your old lady or you're in the S house, go to Gordon Boswell Flowers. They'll bail you out. And we'll be right back after this musical interlude right here on this great FM quality station. High five. Heard on the air every Saturday morning from New York to Los Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest-growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Oh, yeah, we're back. Back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call in 800-800-RADIO. Now. John Clay Wolf. JD, what happened with the airplane? You're an airplane dork. 
You're an airplane player. Oh, the F-35? Yeah. I mean, so how do we lose an airplane? <laughs> well, apparently they lost they lost the engine, so the guy punches out. You know, he just okay. gets he ejects. And that's, then, that's process and policy. That's correct, right? He did the right thing. Okay. But then immediately they just couldn't find it. They didn't know exactly where it went down. Bobo, don't we have some audio from this guy? That there was a neighbor in the area in South Carolina there that heard it going down. Yeah, the good news is nobody nobody, nobody seems to have gotten hurt. No, it landed in a field. They couldn't find it initially. And, of course, everybody's making fun of the fact that they lost an F-35 and they couldn't really locate it for a while. Right. Nobody then, move. Now, you nobody may not know about this, hurt. but when the pilots eject, those planes are now programmed to take control of themselves yes. and to fly into an unpopulated area. If, if you have enough space and room. Yeah. I mean, and if you're a you know, quarter of a mile from someplace, it's yeah. going to go down wherever it's going down. Yeah. They don't land themselves it's smoothly. Kind of like Bobo when he's been drinking. Right. It's right, going right. to land wherever it lands. So that's, that's the main thing. That's, that's the good news is nobody got hurt. The most notable report, though, was from an eyewitness named Randolph White who heard the jet as it went down that morning and imitated what it sounded like for reporters. This is Cut 15. I was in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, between a screech and a whistle. Help! I said, what in the world is this? Did a come out of space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported. But the thing was flying just too low. Crazy. Too low. Was that real? Yes. Or did y'all No, no, that no. In? That's absolutely the news story. That guy really did just that, even though he sounds just like James Brown at the beginning of I, I need to hear that again. <laughs> I need to feel that one more time. I was in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a Taking a shave? Between a screech and a whistle. It's the exact same Get him on the show. I know, right? He's funnier than all of us. Sound bite of the week. Sound bite of the week is that guy screaming. And it's exactly the same frequency as James Brown in I Feel Good, the very beginning of it. <laughs> I feel good. I knew that. I wouldn't. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Is it time for a Florida man, Florida news, Florida whatever? And now, from North America's own land down under, it's time for Sunshine State News with your certified lifeguard, J.D. Ryan. Uh, let's see here. Now, this is kind of fun, though. A traffic stop led to the arrest of a convicted felon. This is in the Florida Keys. You've ever been down there? That's, uh, you know, A1A, basically. Craig Adonis Ethler- Etherly was stopped near Key Largo, which is at the top of the Keys, uh, after deputies learned that he, basically that the registered owner had a suspended license. So they pulled him over. During the traffic stop, deputies said he had a strong odor of marijuana, was coming from the vehicle and maybe we have some audio too actually from the uh, from the stop this is cut number six we're being pulled over hey, <laughs> uh, what's the problem son <laughs> can i see your license sir what your license where's your license it's on the bumper man back there man no i mean your driver's license <laughs> i just thought it so real funny man hey your mama <laughs> sir what is your name what what isn't it on there on the license, man? Yeah. I don't Let's believe search the car. I don't believe that's from the actual stop, though. Oh, that was funny. And while conducting vehicle search, authorities say they uh, found a loaded gun. Oh, that's what a felon should have is a loaded gun and some marijuana and some other goodies. If you're a convicted felon, by the way, this is just a cautionary rule. Like, don't drive around with a pistol and weed in the car. <laughs> that's a, 
you know. I'm going to go on a limb and say felons maybe don't um, make good, what's that word, decisions in life, or they wouldn't have been there. And a Fort Myers guy, and we, we were talking earlier about people that are angry for no particular reason. Uh, this guy's accused of threatening to construction workers with a gun because he was afraid they would ruin his lawn with their truck and trailer, Timothy DeMars. I understand. Do you? Yeah. Why? I, I mean, mean, you don't yeah, threaten somebody yeah. with a gun. Yeah, I mean, what do you need to threaten them with to make sure they get it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was John Clay Wolf that said that. He's facing charges of <laughs> aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Here are some of his neighbors reacting to the arrest. Cut number eight. That's a lot for some grass. But everyone seems to have a really short fuse lately, so I mean, it doesn't take much to get people stressed out. Everybody on this street really got hurt bad with Ian, and I just think people are tired and upset, and getting contractors to work and getting the work done and getting our lives back together, that I, I just think people are just at wit's end. John, I think I'll find out who that neighbor is and stay away. John knows, uh, he knows about having uh, upset neighbors. Actually, we have that guy that was upset waving the gun. We have him here in the studio. He's from Lee County. Are you here, Timothy? First of all, I want to insist right now. I want no things inserted in my body while I was incarcerated. No, nothing was in your. No, nothing was. Inserted. I mean it. Nothing was. Inserted. I want the records. Okay. And I wasn't gonna shoot those fellows unless they got too close to my rhododendrons. <laughs> you know how hard they are to grow. Yeah. Right next to the boxwoods. I mean, I trim these things up there like yeah, back to my gun club. But everybody calls them Blue Thunder. Blue Thunder. Yeah. Because I've got a blue steel Browning 45 from the 1930s ah. that will pop. It is technically semi-automatic. <laughs> so automatic. Technically semi-automatic. Why do you say automatic. technically? Because it is. Oh, okay. All right. I know my rights, mister. Yes, sir. And the rhododendrons are also very expensive. I've got hydrogenous. Yes. Yeah, so They're very expensive. Those construction guys, they get too close to my flyers <laughs> with their paint sprayer. Wow. That pressure paint spray, I mean, you, you don't want no red rhododendron. No, you don't. God Mr. Redneck, who are you voting for for president? Right. Who am I voting for? Yeah. Donald damn Trump. Who do you think? <laughs> there ain't nobody else. We're done with politics in this country. Yeah, we are. We need a king. A king. King Trump. <laughs> They're going to redo the Steve Martin song about King Tut. Right. Call yep. it King Trump. I like that. King Trump. Queen Melania. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see a crown on that gal. God almighty damn, she's a hot looking babe. <laughs> Everybody says you can't have a porn star be the first lady. She's not a porn star. Works just fine for me. She's not a porn star. I bet she appreciates a, a nice looking rhododendron patch. <laughs> she wouldn't ever paint my roses. She would not. No. I got these Arborvitae out here. That I mean, they're sensitive. They can't be around chemicals. So given the option, the judge is going to ask you, would you do that again? Would you wave a gun at just guys that are maybe running over your lawn? I was just going to shoot their tires oh, that's and still... their muffler and their engine block, maybe one of the windows <laughs> in the back. I got you. That's what we call it, call it like a warning shot. You're going away for a long time. Yeah, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> that's the sound that makes me happy. Okay. Blue thunder. Blue thunder. That's what I do. I've got a friend that got drunk and and was fighting with his fiance in the country, and she was driving away in a Porsche 911, and he was shooting at her. Jeez, dude! Ooh. And blew the back window out. And she went to the cops, and then, and then they got married like a year later. <laughs> 
dear God. Are they still together? Is the question. They are. Seriously. They're like Bobby and uh, Whitney. Just you can't. <laughs> crazy, stupid we've love. We've all had one crazy. crazy. Yeah, we've all had at least one of those. Sure. Bobby and Whitney. They were a little, they, they were fun, but they were a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It ended bad for Whitney, in case you missed it. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. My name's John Clay Wolf. And we buy cars right here on the radio. We don't plug it much, but we should. Give me the VIN.com. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN.com. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about the world's, not the world's, but the best barn find of cars that this country has seen in I don't know how long. And I'm going to break it right here, and it will be released to the press, and you'll see it on your news channel probably next week. Um, but I'm going to give you guys, my friends, my listeners, our listeners, the insight of what really happened because it was us. Be right back. The John Clay Wolf Show. No one knew where he came from. But everybody wanted what he was selling. Check out the podcast. He was just some hillbilly who got on a plane and then just landed somewhere. Please beware. The voice in your head is a threat. JCWshow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-RADIO. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. So guys that are not on the video stream, if you want to see some unpublished pictures and videos of these cars that you might have seen us, people have been sharing it all over Facebook, and I have too, but just little nuggets. Go to jcwshow.com, jcwshow.com. I'm talking about the barn find. Yeah, Alabama Barn Find. JCWShow.com. Click the play thing, and the video man's going to play some of the clips that we've been putting together of these cars that we found in Birmingham that I'm going to talk about right now. But before I do that, I know we're on the air in the South in a lot of places, and I know a lot of guys that listen to the show and girls have been to topless bars before. I know. This is not the church channel. It is, but there's two kinds of churches. <laughs> yeah. So, is Sammy's a go-go in Birmingham an institution? I've heard it is. But did a man named Earl Trammell own it? And if you know the facts of that, I need you to call in now, please, at 800 800 Three, four. The question one more time is, did Earl Trammell of Birmingham, Alabama, own the boob flop in Birmingham called Sammy's Agogo? And I believe Sammy's also has locations in maybe Pensacola and Fort Walton Beach. But I'll tell you why. Why do I want to know this? Because the guy I bought these cars from, this barn find, Earl Trammell's passed away. He's dead and gone. And we bought them from his widow, sweet lady. Now, if you remember, if you guys are longtime listeners of the show, 
You'll remember me talking about pouring the ashes on the red Corvette six weeks ago. <laughs> Those were Earl's. That was Earl. So we bought this 96 911 C4S cab. I mean, not, not cab, stick. From his wife with 600 miles on it two years ago. And then four months ago, she calls in and says, hey, I've got another one for you. 97 Chevrolet Corvette with like 80 miles on it. Brand new window sticker. We buy that one. We put some Earl's ashes on it. And it's sitting in the barn. And then I'm like, hey, what else have you got? Because there was a year between this 96 Porsche with 600 and this 97 Vet with 100. And Earl's been dead for two years. So if I was a betting man, I'd bet that you're setting on some more treasure. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'm like, you've got more, don't you? I'll let you know. The transaction with you guys on these two cars has been so clean and nice. You're my man. It's actually John Pierce who works for Give Me the Men is the one who's dealing with her. He did a great job, by the way, out of out of uh, Atlanta. So I'm like, Pierce, we got to get over there. we got to figure out what she's got in that barn. we got to figure out where these cars are. And uh, yeah, I know, man. I know. I know. So finally, we get the phone call. And I'm like, dude, send me a video when you get into that barn, that room, that building, where she's, where these cars are, the, the, the rest of them she's got. And he sends me a video of this uh, room in undisclosed Alabama. I'm not going to say where. And, I mean, my heart skipped a beat, dude. It was the damnedest thing I've ever seen. 20, 20, 24 cars. So what I'm talking about is we... We have been working this for two years. We bought a Gimme the Vent, a barn find of classic muscle cars. And I've been sitting on it quietly because I didn't want anybody to know. Because if you'd have told anybody, it would have made a mess. And people would have got involved. And somebody would have offered more for this one. And and tell her doing it to me now. Because I bought the whole thing as a group. Gave a big number for all of them. So what it is, I'll do this off the top of my head for you car geeks. And Bryce, I hope you're playing the video. Is he playing the video in the background right now? On the YouTube channel at jcwshow.com? Hello? I don't see it yet, but I'm sure he will in just a moment. Well, I told him before the break to do it. <laughs> They're waiting for it because the numbers just dumped a lot. They're waiting for <laughs> the, what? Okay. The YouTube, right. the video. Right. They, they want to see your barn find. Well, start playing it. We, got, we can play it again and again and again. Uh... 1971 Chevrolet Stingray with 40 miles on it in window stickers and plastics in the seats. 75 Stingray, 76 Stingray, 77 Stingray, 79 Stingray, 81 Stingray. All the same story. No miles, window stickers, brand new. Like, he bought them, and he either drove them from the dealership or he hauled them from the dealership on a wrecker and had them put them in this building and put covers on them and forgot about them. 1966 Cadillac sedan with the fins. Maybe it's a 65. No, no, it's a 63. Last year of the fins. I think it's a DeVille. 1966 C10. Short bed two-wheel drive. Three on the tree. Short beds were very rare. That one's got... I forgot how many miles are on it. I'm going to forget some cars. A 1955 210 Chevrolet. I, 
I don't remember the miles on it. You got to remember, we were doing this fast, and we were just using one big number for all of it. We weren't breaking the cars down to well, and this and this, and I think this, and blah, blah. they didn't want to hear that. They wanted to hear about a big amount of money and a wire that's going to be in their bank account the next morning. And when we made this deal, that's the way we delivered it, and that's the way we pushed it. I didn't tell anybody, so I didn't call my girls at the office until Sunday night, last Sunday night. I said, "Hey guys." We got a million dollar wire coming out in the morning. It's got to be in Alabama by ten o'clock, and they're on, you know, the other time zone. Wait, is that right? No, no, they're on Central Time. Wait, we haven't followed this process. We haven't validated tiles. We haven't validated pictures. I said we're not validating nothing. Here's the wiring instructions. And we, we did validate the titles real quick. And I was like, ladies, I need you to work real fast and real hard tonight so we can validate these titles, make sure there's no liens on them. And they did. And we got that money out, and we had the transporters lined up. And we, we had to winch them all. They've been sitting for 30 and 40 years. And we had to roll them out on rollers. So we had to roll them out because the tires are flat. They haven't been moved. They haven't been started. So you can't start these cars. You'll ruin them. We have to drain all the fluids out. In most cases, they already were drained. They were stored properly. But we've got to be careful with the way we started. We had to roll them out on rollers. We had to get them up to the trailer. We had to put winch blocks on them, winch them up into the trailer, and haul them. The guys, you're looking at them. I'm in Vegas right now. You're looking out the window. Do you see them? Yeah, they're out there. I mean, it's... What's it look like? I, I'm, I haven't seen them yet. Well, they look uh, they look a lot cleaner than they did. Uh, Country Danny came by and, and uh, sprayed, them, sprayed them down and... Uh, he didn't. He didn't wash the ashes off of Earl's the red vet, did he? Earl's ashes. Well, I'll tell you. Now we didn't. We didn't know Danny was coming, and okay. we we're inside working yesterday, and we heard the we heard we heard the power washer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got a distinctive sound, and we walked. Okay, the- I bought the '97 vet with 100 miles on it, and we put Earl's dead Earl's ashes on the car, and that's why the widow was so honored by that. That we actually did it, that she sold us the rest of the car. So there's one car I wanted them cleaned off, but the 97 C5 with no miles and window stickers, that's Dead Earl's coffin, and it better have his ashes on it. If Danny blew Dead Earl down the drain, this is going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we heard the power washer, and we walked to the window, and he's he's spraying a red Corvette. And I, I said, is that? And Bryce, our, our second videographer assistant, said... Is that the ash car? Because we call it the ash car. I'm like, I, gosh, I hope not. He's just spraying it down. He's, you know. Well, I mean, you've got eyeballs and there's lights in there. Look out the window. Is it clean or is it still covered with Dead Earl's ashes? It's it's shiny new. Oh hell! Is that illegal? I don't no, know. No, no. I said, hey, that's. So later he came up and I said, "Hey, did you did you spray down the ass car?" <laughs> he said, "Yeah." I was, what did he What did he say? Uh, yeah, I was feeling kind of sacrilegious or something like. God. I said, "Oh man, why did he do that?" We don't know. He just wanted to wash some cars. Can you cover it with dirt and we'll just act like that didn't happen? We that occurred to us is to go out on one of these roads and just drive it around for a while. Don't put too many miles on it. Those roads. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I know. I mean, it's only got like forty or seventy or eighty on it. We kind of assumed, and you know what it, what assuming does, mm-hmm. right? We kind of assumed that you had asked him to come wash the cars. I did, but not the ash car. Okay, we got to. When we come back, we're going to bid a couple of cars on the radio real quick. 
This is the lightning round. 800-800-7234. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. During the break, Bryce is going to keep playing video of this barn find out of Alabama that we have. And I cannot see the remote on the calls to see if Earl Trammell owned Sammy's Go-Go in Birmingham. If you know, please call in right now, 800-800-7234. My name is John Clay Wolf. Uh, go to jcwshow.com, jcwshow.com, if you would like to see the video. And remember, sell your card, give me the then.com. Be right back. Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. So, this is where we bid cars on the radio for GiveMeTheVin.com. And I've got some cars real quick, but I want to grab this guy in Alabama. Tony, are you there? Yes. So, you know Sammy's in Birmingham, the, the topless joint? I do. I grew up in you, it. You grew up like your mother worked there, and you'd go sit on the side of the stage no, when she was working? No, no, no. No, hell no. Oh, yeah, we said you grew up Not there. That what, bad. You said it. You see your grandmother well, and your we, we started going there. We started going there when I was about 16. All right. Back, yeah. in, the, back in the late 70s, early 80s. I'm trying to figure out if this guy that we bought these cars from owned Sammy's a go-go because that's what I'd heard from two people, but it was like third. I, it, it, it's not confirmed. Sam, and, huh? Okay, are you ready? Sammy's go-go was owned by a gentleman named Sandy Cato Vesper. He was okay. a big, big time guy there, and he started with a club on Third Avenue South, or yeah, Third Avenue West which was the original one, and then he opened one in Valley Avenue, and then things got so good, he opened one in Panama City and I think Pensacola. Well, it's been 50 years ago. But anyway. Mark and Austin, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, good morning. Hey, did John get the 54 Cadillac that uh, Earl had made for him? Oh, it's black. Are you, t- are you talking about Earl Campbell? Yes. No, I bought a 63 Cadillac from Earl Trammell. Trammell, not Campbell. Oh, Trammell. Different deal, different deal, different deal. Uh, Ron, let's let's do the lightning round real quick. You got a 19 Mazda 6 signature, 17,000 miles, leather roof nav. What color is it? White. White on white. Um, Mid-20s, like 24. Does that sound right? Um, twenties. I said mid twenties, I mean, like twenty. Okay, I said mid twenties, like twenty four. Does that sound right? No. Okay. So what sounds right? How about twenty five five. Hmm. Well, you you told pre K you want twenty five. I mean, I can read oh, the that notes. What Oh, I didn't realize it. Oh, okay. Hey, I want what it's worth. Right. I think it's worth 24, 24 and a half. I don't know if I can go 25. If I go 25, do I own it? 
Yes. Okay, I think I'm going to own it, but I want you to load it up first, and we'll look at it off the air. But, yeah, it's got 17,000 miles. If it has a clean Carfax, I own it. For sure. All right, go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load it up. We'll get into this car find bit in a minute when we come back from this song. There's a lot more, a lot more, a lot more to talk about it. But I'm still asking. I know we're not on in Birmingham, I don't think, but we're on in surrounding areas. And, you know, guys that listen to this show have definitely been to Topless Bars and the Sammy's a Go-Go in Alabama is an institution. Somebody knows Earl Trammell in Birmingham, Alabama. He was a popular guy. And somebody can verify if he owned some or all of Sammy's a Go-Go topless joint in Birmingham. Call me during the break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about it. Because I bought 24 cars from his widow, and we're doing a episode about it. Go to jcwshow.com right now, jcwshow.com, and hit play on the video stream, and you'll see these cars loading and unloading between Alabama and Texas. It's amazing, dude. They're all new. 71, brand new, brand new window sticker, Corvette. 98, brand new pace car, Corvette. 01, brand new SLP W6 Ram Air, brand new Corvette. 1990 ZR1 with, I think, eight miles on it. Still God. covered in plastic. Still covered in plastic. Each dealer in 1990 got two of those cars. Brand new. Got it sitting in the barn. And then we got to figure out if we washed Earl's ashes off of the other one. We'll be right back. My name's John Clay. We'll be right back. Broadcasting on air, online, anywhere you are, with a smartphone and an internet connection. Check out the podcast, jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yes. yes. Bryce, Bryce, the video man, can you get on the microphone with me real quick? Run in here and talk to us. I want to make sure something's clear. Because I'm watching this video on jcwshow.com, and it's not what I'm asking for. I want to share the inside, the behind the scenes, pull the curtain back with our viewers. All right. They'll, they'll get to see. Bryce, is that you? Yes, I'm here on uh, the Okay. Mic. So here's what I want. Mm-hmm. It, and I'm the one taking the risk, so don't worry about the quality of your product, okay? Okay. Because I'm, I'm ordering you to do something sloppy. Make sense? Yes, sir. During the breaks right now, I want you to play the B-roll that we sent we sent a videographer to Alabama to video all of these cars in this barn that we were pulling out, this barn find of 25 muscle cars. I know you haven't gone through it. We have a mile of tape. Just play it. Just play it. Because okay. the people that the people that want to see these cars, they don't care if it's edited. They don't care if it's scripted. They just want to see the real raw stuff. And then when we come back from the breaks, go back to the live cameras so that just like we are right now, and they see me and Gigi and everybody and Russ and Audrey and all that. But just during these breaks, when it when it's when it when we're going to commercial and music breaks. At JCW Show on the YouTube channel. Go to jcwshow.com. Just play that B-roll so people can see these cars after we unearthed them after 40 years of being covered up. It's pretty cool because the real purists are going to appreciate that more than an edited one. Does that make sense? Yep, that makes sense. We'll start okay. throwing that in. And I, I know that you went to homeschool. 
And I know that your mom taught you better than this. <laughs> well, maybe not. Because for a little bit, we weren't going to... My mom wasn't the only one to teach me. There was actually a whole homeschool group that I was going to. Oh, oh was that at the Branch Davidians? No, uh, <laughs> just a step below them. It was with the uh, First Baptist Church. So just Same like thing. one rung under them. Okay. Same thing. And you know, you I'm find kidding. out real quick when you're with homeschoolers that they're really weird. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. But luckily, I figured out the trick to kind of navigate around. For a little bit, it? I was actually going to a private school, and so that kind of inoculated me to social interactions. So I figured out the trick to get out of any awkward situation. All yeah. you have to do, it's like you're in a forest getting chased by a bear. You don't have to be the fastest guy. <laughs> you just can't be the slowest. So for any awkward situation, you just find someone lower than you on the totem pole and just, you know, poke them a little bit. You don't have to be the most normal person. Just don't be the most awkward. <laughs> Boy. All right. There's a word so wise from homeschool. Homeschool boy, the video producer, Bryce. Good job. All right, so you know what the plan is during the breaks for the rest of the morning, right? Yes, sir. I'll get right on. Thank that. you. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, we we um we've got some cool. We're we're gonna release to the press like we, we're putting a, a reel together for national. This is one of those barn finds, dude. That like you read about in the newspaper and in all these rags and magazines. This you know. We unearthed a 40-year-old vault, or 50-year-old vault, of cars that were being hidden, that were new, that have never been seen before. And they're sitting in the barn at the studio, below the studio right now, and you can see them getting loaded out of the barn in Alabama in a minute. Let me just go to JCW Show. JC, John Claywolf. John, JohnClaywolf.com or JCWShow.com. Click the YouTube button. Then it'll say Las Vegas because I'm in Las Vegas today. All the guys are in um, and gals are in the studio in Texas. Anyway, you'll, you'll figure that out. So, enough of that. Uh, Jose in California, uh, your RAM sounds kind of high. Go to 98 RAM SST. Yeah, you want ten thousand for it? Go to gimmethevin.com and, and let's see why it's so special. Because I don't, I don't see it. Hey, Tony, you're in Alabama. What city? Uh, Huntsville. What? Uh, six cylinder or eight cylinder? It's a six cylinder. Six cylinder, oh four Mustang convertible, five speed. Car's worth a couple thousand bucks. It's worth. I mean, it's worth like three grand. Well, it's forty year anniversary. Uh, say it's worth about three. Well, here, here's what you under, you're not going to like me after this phone call. Let's establish that first. Yeah, but, but okay, but but so you have an '04 Ford Mustang convertible, a 20 year old Mustang, and it's a six cylinder, six cylinder, not a GT. So it's got the small wheels, a small engine, and they were so cheap when they ordered it, and the bastard that bought it was so broke he went for a stick instead of an automatic, because that saved him eight hundred dollars. <laughs> So, uh, I would have thought it if it was a stick. I understand, but you, but people that like sticks like performance, and that's a GT. That's an eight-cylinder. So this is right. this is an Econobox Mustang, and it has 140,000 miles on it. But I appreciate the fact that it's the 30th an yeah, 130. But it's the 30th anniversary of what? 30th anniversary of bro broke son of a bitches buying mild out stick shifts. <laughs> <laughs> 
possibility. This is a 40-year anniversary. That's that's coming. We're going to, on the 40th anniversary, the cars are going to be so old and crappy they're not going to run. We're just going to push them down the street, and we're going to have a a press release on that, too. 800-800-7234. 30th anniversary, six-cylinder stick. I got an S10 regular cab, four-cylinder, five on the floor. (laughs) It's the 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary of what? Of the postal of the of the postal service? <laughs> I'm gonna use that line in the next customer that says that. 30th anniversary of what, sir? 30th anniversary of high low auto parts doing doorstep delivery is what it's the 30th anniversary of. I got the sticker. <laughs> no, that was Chief Auto Parts. I'm sorry. Oh my god. We used to have the one from what was the auto parts store that went broke? That was Chief. Chief, yeah, 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 Chief, Chief, Chief. Chief. Yeah. They, those little delivery trucks. That's what. That's what they look like. Eight hundred, eight hundred, seven, two, three, four. Eight hundred, eight hundred. Radio. How much time we got, Sean? Two, two minutes thirty. J- JD, read me a story, Daddy. Sure. You're in Vegas. You're having fun. With the rest of us are working, but you're having a blast here at the. Yeah, I, I got up at f- five a.m. Uh, in Las Vegas to do this. You're at the. Uh, I, I feel heart, real guilty. I Hard Music Festival having a blast. Hopefully, anyway. Uh, since you're there in Vegas, we dug up a little random stand-up from supersized comedian John Pinette. Real quick before you do it, sure. Um, Homeboy is coming to the ranch next Friday night and doing a set at the wall. Uh, God, what's it called? Rattlesnake Ballroom. Rattlesnake Roadhouse. Rattlesnake Roadhouse in Walnut Springs, which is eight minutes from the ranch, the studio, and we're all going to. Jerry uh, Jerry Wayne Longmire, the guy that called him oh, last week. Awesome. He's going to come sit in on the show next Saturday for a minute, but he's going to come to a set. I lined him up to do a comedic set at Rattlesnake Roadhouse, Roadhouse. in Walnut Springs at 8 o'clock. So we're going to be there. If you guys want to meet us and come see Jerry Wayne, if you're friends of him, we'll see you next Friday there. Go ahead, Jerry. Actually, our You Just Lost a Listener when it comes up is about Jerry Wayne and what you and he said about some trucks. But anyway, this is about uh, John Pignette in Las Vegas and his love of Las Vegas. This will be cut number two, especially the buffets out there. Cut number two. Yeah, that went to Vegas. It's a buck 20 there. <laughs> 120 degrees. It's a dry heat. A hundred... I stay in the casino. Don't get me wrong, I lose a lot, but I get them at the buffets. I mean, $8.95 all you can eat. The house has lost its advantage. I'm at the prime rib counter going, hit me again. I worked at this one place, the Sahara. They haven't had me back, surprisingly enough. All you can eat breakfast, two forty nine. Two forty nine. I may uh, I can eat more than two forty nine with a toast. I was there for an hour, they gave me chips to go back and gamble. Show me the buffet. Show me the buffet. Get you some. That's funny. If you've never seen him, by the way, he's about 5'8 and about 300 pounds. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Panette. Speaking of Johns, we've got one of our own. It's John Clay Wolf, and we'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show, brought to you by America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com right after this. The John Clay Wolf Show. JCWShow.com. The number one weekend morning show in America. John Clay Wolf.com. 
tastes good. Hey, want more John Clay Wolf? Go to jcwshow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVid.com. Thanks for making us number one. Call John. Toll free. 1-800-800-RADIO. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's number one Saturday morning show. Damn, it feels good to say that. Have you guys been watching this video during the break on the on our YouTube channel? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Amazing. It's awesome. Why the hell were we even playing this all along? That's what I was trying to tell them. You, we were sitting on this great videos, and we're not using them. Holy hell, this is the first time I've seen them. Okay, guys. <laughs> so we, we've got a barn find out of Alabama. Bought 25 muscle cars and old cars that have been parked, and most of them were brand new, window stickers, plastics in the seats, 30, 40 years of storage. The guy dies. Earl Trammell out of Birmingham, Alabama, bought him from his widow, and we've trucked him all back to Texas, almost all. We did this Monday morning. We've been trucking him and working. But during the breaks today, when we go to break, go to JC, just do it now. Go to jcwshow.com and click live from Las Vegas, because I'm actually in Las Vegas this morning, and it'll, it'll start the YouTube channel stream. You'll see us right now talking live. But during the breaks, we're playing raw, what we call B-roll, of we sent a videographer to the barn in Alabama to record B-roll just everything happening with us unloading these cars and them getting them on getting them on jacks and jacking them out and winching them up on trailers and I was sitting there watching it during the break and well this is the highest um, viewer count we've ever had for good reason this is good content anyway if if you're a car queer and you're into classic cars and muscle cars go to jcwshow.com and you'll see what I'm talking about during the break I don't want to wear everybody out about it. Um, Edward, good morning. Hey, good morning. I, I know he was a body shop owner. You just looked it up online. You're not from Alabama. I don't need a Googler. No, I am. I know where it's at. 25th Street. It used to you, be. The guy oh, you died know like about an hour or uh, a year ago. Oh, you did you know him? I didn't, but a friend of mine did. I just called all my friends from Birmingham and was like, hey, do y'all know this guy? And one guy that used to do... Um, he used to race sports bikes at a drag strip out there in Warrior, Alabama. Uh, said he knew him, and he owned just a foreign body shop downtown. He did. And I he, don't know. He, he, <laughs> had, he had a big body shop, and he was a real popular guy. But I had heard through the grapevine that he might have been either, either an investor or operator or owner of Sammy's Go-Go, and I wanted to know if that was the case because it makes the story. He does even, not know that. Earl Trammell's the guy bought all the, uh, that, that bought all these cars new in Pitched him in the back of a barn and put it, put a cover on him and forgot about him. I just want I want to talk to somebody that really knew him and understand why he did this. Can I ask you a question, John? Yes. Because yes. the way you came about this is, you have a buyer who works for us, John Pierce, who works with a dealership in that part of the world, and we no. bought a, one of these cars from him, and it nope. turned out really good, right? Or oh no no you, that's exactly right. He bought. The Porsche with 600 miles, the, nine, the, the 96 Porsche. Yes. And, and he sold it to his dealer friend, and that dealer friend sold it to one of our buyers. And come to find out, then Pierce calls me. He's like, hey, did you know that was me? Because I've known Pierce for years. Sure. And no. And then we hired him about a year ago to work for us, hired him, joined. Our, our field buyers are more like partners. And and then he kept buying cars from this lady, and then we wound up buying all 25 of these the other day. So what I'm wondering is, and it took a long time, and she... You know, we we know what we what we think we we do or don't know about Earl, but 
she's his widow, apparently, right? Right. right. Was she an exotic dancer as uh, well? I have no idea. Because no, she no, no, played no, no. awful hard to get with you. Because it took a long time to find out precisely how many units she had. That's the part that grabs me. Is like, you know, because you kept asking, "Well, how many have you got?" I don't want to. I don't want to tell you right now. Right. You know, we well. Oh, oh, we we had a really smooth transaction. Oh, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you wound up with the car. Have you got any more? Well, I don't want to. I really don't want to tell you. I don't right. want to show you everything right now. Right. You've got a point. I don't know. Digging for a tip just becomes kind of an instinct. (laughs) (laughs) She is 80 years old, and she's very pretty. Just saying. Mm. And and, uh, that's all I know. I'm talking so much about these damn cars. Something else I need to tell you guys about is um, we've got another big video. I met a videographer out here yesterday because I spent two hours with the CEO of Shelby America. Oh. Gary Patterson, and we walked through the Shelby Museum, and we walked through the Shelby shop out here in Vegas, and we videoed the whole thing. And he told me some great stuff. I'm gonna we're building up this YouTube channel, so I'm gonna take like cuts of that, like 12 minute cuts, and put them up on YouTube. And if you're a Shelby geek, you will love this. If you're a car geek, um, but what they specifically do to the the Shelby GTs and the Super Snakes and how they build them and how the warranties work and a lot of you guys that watch Ford versus Ferrari already know the background of Carroll Shelby. But what we got into a lot is their affiliation with Ford today and exactly what makes these cars go from 400 horsepower to 850 horsepower. And the answer, well, you'll see on the, on the clips. What have we got? Do, is it time for one of our, you just lost a listeners or hey, I hate John or John sucks? or <laughs> I, I like that part of the day. It, it reminds me of my family. <laughs> we can t- <laughs> oh my god we have uh you just lost a listener we have that little intro let's do it or you we- just lost a listener thank you bobo this one actually jerry you were talking about jerry wayne longmire who's going to be coming to this area near the studio next week comedian was on with john last week talking about looking at trucks or cars and determining the people that might drive them or may have driven them right. and that little s10 Right, that's the last ten. <laughs> Billy Oaks in Tulsa takes uh, does not like did not like what we said. See, here's Billy Oaks. You manby pamby boys down in Texas wouldn't know a good truck if it ran over you. I saw your little bit about roasting everybody's trucks. Look, not everybody has a billion dollar company to buy a brand new fancy electric truck. So imagine my surprise when I see a truck just like mine and you say it looks like a meth lab special <laughs> i tell you what you line up whatever little badass brand new truck your little white lily ass is sitting on this week and i'll put it next to my 4.3 liter v6 s10 ss pushing 200 mile 200 horsepower rather and you'll and you will see smoke as soon as i get this thing running I'm hightailing it down to Texas to teach you boys a thing or two about real trucks. Billy Oaks in Tulsa. You Billy lost a Oaks listener. In, is that, that you sound, that, just lost a listener. That sounds like somebody from Oklahoma. Yeah. Robert in Orlando, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, how are you, John? Good. 2010 Mercedes C300 with 16,000 miles or 10,000 miles. Who, who died? That's actually 18,000. So, um... Still, somebody died. Who died? No, it was my uncle. And is he is he with us or is he passed? No, he's passed, and uh, I got a clean title, my name. So, 
Make me an offer. Let's deal. Uh, 2010 average MMR is 3,500 on those cars. This one's got exceptionally low miles. I'm going to guess that it's is in great condition, or was your uncle an alcoholic? Yes. Been a bunch, was your no, uncle no, drunk? No, uh-uh, no, 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 no. It's never been smoked in. Uh, no whiskey dents. Uh, cars in good shape. Because you know those drunks, they just they, they don't wreck the cars. They just touch everything. <laughs> so there's just yeah, little yeah, little marks yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Does eight grand buy it? Nah, I think we're going to have to do a little more than that, but I like the way you're thinking. Well, um, and then Baba, he's starting to sound like a male uh, stripper. Yep. He's teasing me along. <laughs> what, what's it take to buy it? It's, I'd like to have at least 15. That's too much. Okay. Because the body right. style's not the body style's not sexy enough. Yeah, I love, right. I love, I love the miles. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not beating on the car. Give me a real price that I can buy it for, and I'll get you paid. Now, that was a return uh, serve back to you. So the ball's in your court. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. It was time release answer, though. That's what's coming. So, <laughs> you gotta give me a minute here. <laughs> we, we can't go talk to the uncle because he's dead. Right? No, he's dead. He's dead. Uh uh, you know what? I think I'm just going to hang on to it, John. But I do appreciate talking to you, and I thank you for taking my call. Okay, go to GiveMeTheVin.com when you get serious about selling it. We will buy it, and I will give more than ten thousand. Uh, but okay. I can I cannot give fifteen. I might give twelve. Okay. All right. But let's let's look okay. at the pictures. Let's see what she got. All right. My name is John Clay yes, Wolf by Cars All Radio right. for America's Best Car Buyer. GiveMeTheVin.com. Right. And remember, hang on. Um, remember if you. I know. I'm just trying to get rid of him. I'm doing this remotely, and I can't. He, he thinks I'm talking to him. I'm not. Okay, I hung up on him. All right. He, I mean, he's a nice guy, but he was like, all right, okay, okay. All right, no, I'm not talking to you, dude. I'm talking to everybody else. Remember, go to JCW Show, JCW Show, or John Clay Wolf right now. Click the YouTube channel stream. Watch this. If you're a car nut, if you like barn finds, if you like muscle cars and patina that haven't been touched for 30 and 40 years, you're going to see what we bought in Alabama. I've got B-roll. It's just blanket roll from a video camera, and it's really interesting of the cars that we bought this Monday that we're hauling to the studio uh, show at the GMTV garage right there. Hell, they're already there, I think. Anyway, I'm confusing myself. I'm talking in circles. Maybe it's because I'm in Vegas and I've been up all night drinking. <laughs> Who are, knows? Inquiry minds want to know. We'll be back in a minute. not look like it listening we are actually kind of hip to the john clay wolf show why does it have to be so loud and check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com broadcasting live from the wolf radio studios it's time for the john clay wolf show america's largest weekend morning show heard all across america los angeles phoenix houston dallas nashville san diego las vegas denver new orleans oklahoma city austin and available to the rest of the world at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com and now senor juan clay wolf 
Morning, everybody. Remember the YouTube channel if you go to jcwshow.com. We had about 700 a minute ago on there. That's cool. That's a new record. We just started this. And when you're there, please click subscribe so when we start releasing these episodes that are edited and professionally produced, you will get notified of it. I'm watching this barn find out of Alabama. We've got all this B-roll that this videographer took. And it's hell, I'm seeing stuff I haven't even seen yet. It's pretty cool. Uh, that's at jcwshow.com. Or just go to YouTube and put in John Clay Wolf Show. It is Saturday morning. It is September. It is college football. The spread on... I haven't been to the book. Last night, I was, I'm was. i in Vegas today. We went to the book in a uh, sports book. It was 21 on Oregon versus Colorado. Hmm. Deion Sanders is taking the world by storm. I think that's a wonderful bet that Oregon will not cover that spread. You think? No. So Oregon is favored 21 over Colorado? Texas Tech took Oregon to, I think, double overtime the other day, and they actually got robbed by the refs. If you're going by what the uh, law of the football is, Des did catch it, and Texas Tech beat Oregon. And I'm just telling you that that, if you want to lock, I'm not trying to be the, like, two-for-the-money guy, (laughs) but if you want to lock, and the line hasn't shrunk yet because it's got to shrink, it's wrong. 21 points, Oregon over um, favored over Deion Sanders in Colorado is not correct. It's just wrong. Wow. I'm gonna, a, when, when, when I get off the air, I'm going to go down to the book and put a dime on it. What a throwback, man. Two for the money. I watched it last Matthew week. Matthew McConaughey and Al Pacino. Yeah, it's awesome. <clears throat> Did we, we have it. Is Matthew in the studio this morning? He is, actually, because we have a story about him. Well, let's talk about it. Basically, uh, what came out about six days ago, you want your mind blown? Are you ready for this? Matthew McConaughey does not smoke pot. That is according to his wife, Camilla. Right, she says, quote, I don't think people actually have the image of Matthew anymore because he works very hard and doesn't smoke pot. And we have him in the studio here. He doesn't smoke, he does edibles, I bet. Well, Gigi, Gigi, will you interview Matthew McConaughey for us and get the, get to the bottom <coughs> of this? Yes, I will. Mr. McConaughey, how are you today? I'm doing real good, Gigi Poo. What are you up to Gigi down there? <laughs> I love Gigi Poo. I love that. Uh, I'm enjoying edibles. What about you? No, I can't. Uh, listen now, let's, can we talk off record? Yes, off I, the record. I call you Gigi Poo because I find it's cute. You know, I just hear your voice out there. You're mm-hmm. sultry, smoky, like Gigi Poo. I love it. Whispers to whispers to my soul. Let Mm -hmm. me tell you about marijuana, okay? And I know, thank you too. I I got I got hauled in uh, unnecessarily. I'll say (laughs) some years ago, I was playing bongos out in my backyard, naked. I was naked naked at the time. It was 1999, by the way. Mm -hmm. I got a security fence. Nobody could see me. I thought. Uh huh. Neighbors could. (laughs) You know what? Well, what the police do, and we love them. Hey, you boys in blue. Pow, pow, man! Y'all are all right. Y'all are all right. (laughs) Support, hey, support our police. Yes. Support our police. Yes. Okay. But they will look through the cracks in your security fence and call yourself, you know, public indecency or yeah. whatever they did. And I was high as a kite at the time. Uh-huh. Now, what I learned from that is don't smoke marijuana out of doors. Oh, out of doors. Yeah, keep okay. it in the house. Keep it in the house. Or get a better fence. Be, yeah, you're naked. The neighbors could see you. Well, I'm a naked guy. Naked. And you remain naked even when the cops arrive. Here's how I look at it. This even in inside your my clothes, listen to me closely, Gigi Poo. Even inside I'm my listening. clothes, I'm naked to the bone. 
okay, mm-hmm. in my head. In my little old Matthew McConaughey head. That's how I feel. Right? Right. Because mm-hmm. you, you're free. And so sometimes you get clothes off, you know. Just oh, watch, okay. You know, get it. I mean, we got a better fence now. Now, edibles I can't do because they, they take too long to wait and I wind up eating nine of them. <laughs> and then I ain't going nowhere till tomorrow. And I got okay. a place to go. I do work awfully hard. You know, a lot of movies coming up. That two for the money, man, that's a trip. Y'all ever met Pacino? I've not. Holy. No, we haven't. Let me tell no. you something. He's an intense feller. He's a very intense feller. I met him. We, we met. We did the first cast read. He mm-hmm. sit at the table. Every, all the cast members sit around. We, we read the script together. He walked in. Had to say anything. Just stuck his hand out. I said, Al Pacino, man, it's a real pleasure to meet you. He says, Matthew! <laughs> Boy, you're a good actor. I like you, son. Liked you ever since I saw the Dazed and Confused. He's a very intense feller. He's a very intense feller. That's a lot of fun. He was he was high at the time. But I was going to say, he's intense. Do you think he does edibles or liquid THC? I'll tell you a little secret. You know, mm-hmm. who, inter- you know who introduced Al Pacino to the uh, joys of marijuana? Who? Right here, baby. That's me. Ooh. Okay, I've done that. Okay. All right, all right. All right, all right. That's you how that all right, all right. <laughs> What do you got John doing? He's writing notes. Now He's writing notes. There. What's your favorite movie you've ever been in? Do you have a favorite when you look back at your amazing career? Oh. You have it, a fave? Interstellar. Interstellar? Yeah. yeah. I got I got Why? to wear I because I got to wear an astronaut suit. You did. Yeah. Yeah. And inside the astronaut suit, mm-hmm. I was naked to the bone. <laughs> naked to the bone. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. All right. Let it fly. There <laughs> they go. <laughs> <laughs> let it go. Okay. Please, please just let it go. Right. Matthew McConaughey, thank you very much for joining us. Russell Brand, Matthew, and actually, Matthew, before you leave, what do you think about Russell Brand's situation that popped up this week? Oh, boy. And I ain't done nothing with Russell Brand. I I, I don't know. I met him time to, you know, he was running around with old little Katie Girl Perry right. for a while. You knew about that. They, they was even married and everything. I met him a couple times. Oh, he seems to me to be the just a picture of smarmy. Does that make any little, sense? A, a little, a little limey Brit smarm. Yeah, just smarmy. You know, they somebody had the nerve to remake the the classic Dudley Moore movie Arthur. Okay. With Russell Brand in it. Yeah. And that put me right off. How do you how do you replace Dudley Moore in that? Right. He's Hollywood people, man. What 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 is, what is he getting accused of? As some kind of a what? what Four what? women have accused Russell Brand of sexual assault between the years of 2006 and 2013. He has posted all sorts of videos. In fact, YouTube actually took his video channel down because he had daily videos going up and millions of people watching them. And he said basically they took that down. Uh, so he's found a way to put his videos out saying he denies all of this. This is what he has to say about the pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies. And as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question is there another agenda at play? Also, it's worth mentioning that there are witnesses. He sounds like a politician trying to get out of a trap. The narratives that these two mainstream media outlets are trying to construct, apparently, in what seems to me to be a coordinated attack. Yeah, smarmy. Just shut well, up. I don't want to hear any more of him. him. 
I don't know. He's a smarmy man. Just makes you wonder why ten years later. Why did it take ten years for these ladies to come out? What's I'm not saying. I mean, sometimes people don't. They they hold on to it for a variety of reasons. And suddenly, four of them got together and went, "Hey, this is a good idea." Four. Colorado, Oregon line is twenty one favoring Oregon. UCLA, Utah today, the line's three. Old Miss, Alabama starts today. I'm in Vegas, so I don't want to script the time zone from what I'm looking at. I don't know. It might start at 2.30 because it's showing 12.30 here. Old Miss, Alabama, and it's only seven Alabama. Mm. Alabama's ranked number 13. Old Miss is uh, 15. So there's your big SEC game of the day. It is college football. Oregon State, Washington State. There's some good stuff here. Texas Baylor. Eh. What's the line on that? 17. The Horns are doing pretty good this year. Ohio State and Notre Dame. Line on that's three favoring Ohio. It's college football, guys. It is. We're in full swing. We're getting out of the crap games. We're getting into the good ones. And remember, you've got the lock of the day from me for no reason. I've got nothing to sell. <laughs> I don't sell a tip line. I'm just telling you. I'm just trying to take care of my you friends. might as well, I, though, man. I, I, I think the 21 points on Oregon is just the dumbest thing I've heard of in a long time. So, yeah. uh, Anyway, when we come back, I believe it's time for the uh, lightning round. So call in with the cars. 800-800-7234. 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. And at jcwshow.com, click the YouTube thing, live feed. And you will see this barn find that we pulled out of these 25 muscle cars, 23 muscle cars, we pulled out of a barn in Alabama. We had a videographer down there just taking B-roll Monday, and I just have the guys playing it during the break so you can see these cars and see what we're doing when we're moving them out. It's interesting to me. If you're a car nut, it'll be interesting to you. 70s, 80s, a little bit of 90s cars have been parked for 30 and 40 years. Be right back. This is Jimmy Levin, the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup! America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where we bid cars on the air for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the V-I-N.com. Nick in Texas, good morning. You're on the air. Yes, sir. 22F. Oh, it says F three fifty. So is it a dually? No, single rear, single rear wheel. Long bed. Yes. Yeah, those things don't do oh, as yeah, well as that. They, they, yeah, they don't bring as much money as F two fifties. If it's a dually, it's more. If it's a if it's a single wheel long bed, it's less. Um, I, I was thinking it was a. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry. I'm just telling you the facts. Uh, Twenty two F two fifty with seventy five thousand miles on it. Now it's lifted. How much lift is on it? How many inches? Three and a half. Yeah, so it's a light lift. And then what size are the tires? Are they 35s or 33s? 37. 37, so they're big. Are they rubbing or are they clearing? Oh, they clear. Okay, so when you when you put those front tires at like a 45-degree angle and go into a, a driveway or something, they're not rubbing? 
No, sir. All right. Uh, I still think it's too high. You want sixty-five grand? I think it's fifty-five grand. So I'm missing you by ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little low. I'm not. You're just too high. Thirtieth anniversary, you know. Nobody cares, dude. It's a truck. It's a. It's a. These anniversaries. These, you know. <laughs> A Monte Carlo pace car, you know, uh, who cares? Nobody cares. That's just a sticker. Yeah. I mean, it, like, I've got an 88 Corvette 30th anniversary, white with white guts that I bought in that barn find in Alabama, plastic in the seats, plastic on the steering wheel, 40 miles. That matters. A 22 F350 yeah. long bed, single wheel, yeehaw. You know, somebody slapped a 30 sticker on it. It's not even... They've been making an F-350 longer than 30 years. <laughs> it was I, a joke. I was listening to your show oh, earlier. Oh, okay, okay, good. Because then I was like starting to think, like, who the hell decided that was the 30th anniversary? All right. We'll be back in a minute. My name, what is this? Hang on. William, what is a, oh, an REO, like an REO Speedwagon? William, are you there? Missouri, William? Yeah. Kansas? Yeah. Um, yeah, REO, yeah. REO Flying Cloud's been sitting in a garage for over 30 years. What do you want for it? Yep, I have no idea what it's worth. And I don't. Um, e- I don't either. I know. I, I here's what I know. I know '90s, '80s, '70s. I was born in '72. I know '60s, but not well. But I know them. I don't know anything about yeah. '50s and back. I don't know anything about pre-war cars. No. I know nothing. But I know that nobody really cares, and they never make any money, and that's why. You know. You kind of learn your wallet. You learn what's yeah. good, and you learn what makes sense. What I know about cars, like old cars, is if they're four doors, they're worth nothing, and if they're two doors, they could be worth a lot. If they're big blocks, they're worth something. Right. If they're small blocks, they're worth nothing. Your 36 Ario Speedwagon yeah. could be worth something. I'm sure it's in junk shape if it's been sitting there 30 years. I don't know, man. Oh, no, uh, it's perfect. Go to give me the go to give me the I will take a look. I don't know off the top of my head. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back in just a minute. The John Clay Wolf Show. No one knew where he came from. But everybody wanted what he was selling. Check out the podcast. He was just some hillbilly who got on a plane and then just landed somewhere. Please beware. The voice in your head is a threat. JCWshow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. Call in 800 800 Radio and check out the podcast at JCWshow.com. I've been watching this uh, stream, our channel on YouTube. Golly, if you're bored, get on there. They're chatting it up. The sidebar. That's like, it looks more fun in there than it does on the show. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's always just... that time of the morning, John. I wonder what the world's biggest SOB is up to. Hit it. With each successive divorce, he feels like a hurricane survivor. Every single one of those fine women came in wet and wild. And not one of them failed to take the house and car with them. (laughs) When friends ask how he manages to pick up so many single, obese women, he hesitates to provide details. All he'll say is, it's a piece of cake. Recently, while grocery shopping, he noticed a woman in line with nothing but a fresh pineapple, fresh cherries, and a jar of Nutella in her cart, and says to her, you must be single. When she asked flirtatiously, yes, I am. How did you know? He responded, because you're f***ing ugly. 
He is the world's biggest son of a bitch. Hey, man, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, make mine a natty like tall boy. Yeah, buddy. We need to play that again later. There was a lot of hidden innuendo in that one. It was stacked pretty good. I God, like that's mean. That's so mean. Yeah, I like it. Hey, speaking of mean, I was watching wheelchair tennis this week. Okay. And it's not in my best interest to be making fun of crippled people. Of course. Mm-mm. For obvious reasons. Since I'm not the most able-legged guy I know. And I was supposed to live the rest of my life in a wheelchair. So I feel for them. I mean, they're they're in wheelchairs... And they're wanting to be active, and it makes all the sense in the world. But if you have ever watched wheelchair tennis, man, it's hard not to laugh. <laughs> Is it? I didn't know they had tennis. Never heard well, they it. shouldn't. They shouldn't. And I'm here not to make fun, but to help. Oh. Because, like, like they'll be in their chair, and, and some of them, like, you know, have one arm and... And they're wheeling over to this side of the court, and so they take their hand off of the wheelchair and grab their tennis racket. But I mean, to smoke a guy is real easy. Like one of them from the other side just moves it a little bit, and he can't get to it. And it just goes right by him like a foot away. He's like, ah, too far. <laughs> it, <laughs> wow. It's not so a regular size court. Can't be. Yeah. Okay. No. See, you just, you just nailed it. You just nailed it. Google it up. Wheelchair tennis. Right, it's I'm crazy. Looking, I'm looking. But here's what they need to do. They need to start playing pickleball. Please, for the love of God, wheelchairs, get out of the tennis business, get into the pickleball business, because the court is half that size. And may I suggest that you do doubles. So you have doubles and pickleball. Just do doubles. So you have four wheelchair wheelchair guys playing against each other at once. And then you won't have to move so far, and you can get to the balls, and every other hit isn't a miss. That's a and great idea. And then it's not funny, it's good. And we'll start betting on it here on Saturday mornings. Huh. And put a line in and all that good stuff. I'm putting up a video, by the way, on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook, rather, John Clay Wolf Show, uh, of <laughs> wheelchair tennis. Dude, this is wrong. It's wrong. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. <laughs> so the, <laughs> It's almost like somebody's making a bit, but it's not a bit. It's real. And I'm happy as hell for these guys getting out and doing this. Right. That's cool. But do yourself a favor. Listen, it's coming from me, a guy that has to wear foot braces, and I really need a cane, but I don't use one because I'm so hard-headed. I cannot play tennis because I know the feeling. You, like you're playing against your kid, and he throws it, he, he returns it on the other side of the court. You're just like, ah, screw it. I'm not even going to go for it because I know I can't make it because I'm not good on my feet, obviously. Hmm. But if you play pickleball, then you can. And if you play doubles pickleball in those small areas, I can beat your ass in doubles pickleball because it's only <laughs> one step away on any direction. But wheelchair tennis, man, y'all need to reorganize this deal. <laughs> and I'm here to do it. And if you need to know the physics of it, we have Stephen Hawking here in the studio with us. Do you remember him? Yeah, we do. Stephen Hawking, the original wheelchair uh, tennis pl- I think he de- de- he developed, developed wheelchair tennis before he died. He's a smart guy. He won a lot of awards for being smart. But, Stephen, are, are you there? For many years, John, <laughs> I have been very proud of the notice I've gotten for my intellect and for my theories in physics. But I would never try to play tennis. It is crazy. You can't serve with the use of a mouth tube. 
it hurts my feelings that they even put these people through this. Do you think they would do, be, do better with pickleball? Pickleball? I have not heard of this. It's just a small version of tennis with a wiffle ball, and you take a tennis court and shrink it down about two-thirds so the wheelchair guys wouldn't have to move around as much. To my estimation, by the way you describe this pickleball, it would be 144% times more doable for a person in a wheelchair like myself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> why, good Lord, oh, why? Oh, my God. Wheelchair <laughs> tennis. I hate got, it. You people are all going to hell. Before we go any further, that. yes, John spent some time in a wheelchair, so if you have been there, you can make fun, right? I guess. I'm not even making fun. I'm trying to help. There's a, Who's I, the guy that used to play basketball from a wheelchair, and he was badass? Lieutenant Dan. Right? He was in the, he remember, he was in that movie. <laughs> that's that's it. That's where I saw that. I mean, that's doable. You see a lot more of that. There's not a lot of slam dunks. This is a movie. But, <laughs> you know, you get some moves, man. Those people, you know... You can you can maneuver a wheelchair sure. quickly with precision, but tennis is such a big playing field. These guys are really fast. I'm, the video I just put up on our Facebook, they've got those wheelchairs where the wheels are like 45-degree angles, so right. they are moving. They're really yeah, fast. Yeah, but don't you see them missing? Yeah, they see miss, them missing, missing hits that are completely and doable. This was the Australian Open, so this is on TV. This is a big deal. They need to get into pickleball so it can be more competitive. <laughs> it just makes me sad when they miss one that's just a foot away from them because you know they can't get they can't there. Get there. Uh, I mean, tighten up the lines, man. Make it. Make it. I don't know. Y'all do what you want to do. I'm just trying to help. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four. Boy, if that isn't going to be a you just lost a listener for next yeah. week, I don't know. What it is. Yeah, you're going straight to hell for that. You Earned your just first class lost ticket. a listener mm -hmm. on the Hell Express. Uh -oh. <laughs> the Hell Express. Mm-hmm. You earned it. <laughs> do you think, Gigi, do you think that in football, you know, the referee term when they say he's under the hood, in this woke environment, shouldn't that be like kind of racial? That sounds racially charged. I thought that would be sexually charged because when I heard it just now, I thought like all kinds of nasty things. <laughs> so I think it should be sexually, what, sexual harassment or something. He shouldn't say that. What does it mean anyways? Under the hood means that they're under a... Under a hood, looking at the replay. <coughs> oh, of, okay, that makes sense. Right, but I, I you just, know, I, I just want to come up with some new things that are woke, and I think that's woke, and that needs to be that's racially charged under the hood. I mean, it's like Clayton Bigsby's out there with zebra stripes on calling the game. That's not right. cool. Okay. Right. Okay. But like you were talking about college football a minute ago. Yes, ma'am. And I just want to say that I'm offended. Okay. Because you did not ask me who I thought was going to win anything. And I noticed that when it comes to college football and football, you just like breeze right over me like, oh, she's not even here. Maybe I have an opinion. Okay. I, well, I have gone to you in the past. And the only yes. thing you can say is the Rams, the Rams, the okay. Rams. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not a college team, G. Oh, because I got my... Look it, I'm ready, right? Uh, uh, okay, so Am what, I ready what, or what? What, right. do want, what do you want to do? All right, all right, all right. So, okay, G, Oregon yes. plays Deion Sanders in the Colorado okay. Buff Buffaloes. Okay. Oregon is favored by 21 points. Yes. So, if you want to bet Oregon, you have to give up 21 points. Who do you think... Who should you bet on? So if I give up 21 points, that means 
that they can win by less than 21 points and I win the bet? If Okay. So that means if you want to bet for Oregon to beat okay. Colorado, then Colorado must beat Oregon more than 21. Wait, wait I'm sorry. I got it screwed up now. It's a 21-point spread. Oregon has to beat Colorado by more than 21 to pay. Oh, I'm not taking that bet. That's a right. lot of damn points. That's right. a lot of damn points. That's, That's a, a lot, lot of points. That, you. See, you do know more than you said. Okay, okay so Gigi's, Gigi says take Colorado. Got okay, my football so hat on. I'm ready. What's, what's another one that you might be familiar with? What? Oh, you said Alabama and Old Miss. Yes. Okay. I think it's a seven-point game, and I think I believe it's at Alabama. Seven point means Alabama doesn't pay unless they beat them by more than seven points on that bet. Okay, okay. I mean, I would take that bet, but I just kind of feel like maybe Ole Miss is going to win this game. Straight up. Forget the yeah. points, right? Yeah, forget the points. So They're going to win. Actually, if you feel that way, they have seven points also to go with that feeling that you're having. So Ooh. take oh. Ole Miss. Okay, Old Miss for seven points. That's right. There That's you go, That's GD. right. See? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that right. is the end of my football talk. I will you take us out with your beautiful big voice? <clears throat> yes, I will in my Rams hat. We'll be right back with more of the John Clay Wool Show brought to you by America's best car buyer, Give Me the Vin. And, 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 and. Go to jcwshow.com right now or John Clay Wolf and click the YouTube stream live, which is in the studio. But we're playing B-roll. We're playing film that we count in Alabama this week of these 24 cars that we bought out of a barn find that have been sitting for 40 years. Some of them, half of them, are brand ass new. 71 Corvette Stingray, brand ass new. Window sticker in it. 90 ZR1 brand, and they're uncovering them. And if you go to jcwshow.com and you can click it, you'll. We've got all this video because we're going to put an episode together. But I'm just sharing with you guys behind the scenes what we call B-roll, which is just the raw footage that the editors are going to use to piece all this together. And it's pretty damn interesting. I've been watching it during the breaks as well. All right, we'll be right back. JCWshow.com or the John Clay Wolf Show on YouTube. Go there and you'll see it, what I'm talking about. You're listening to the most popular Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. Hey, do we have any uh, audio of that million-dollar car that we sold for a little back of a million dollars on Wednesday? Yes, we do. Yeah. Was that was that some kind of record or something? Like single? Oh, we've, I think the highest-dollar car we've ever sold was $1.2 million. Okay, okay. It gave me the VIN. But um, this was a big one. It was a 09 Ford GT. Play it, Sean. Here's what, what cut? Here it is, Chad. You want to talk about it, man? Yeah, so it's a real carbon series GT, private owner car, no mods, just the perfect one. All the stuff comes with it. All right, 19 mile Ford GT, green line, but I have 1,000 mile cars. All right, 900. Also, I know a bunch of guys have asked about the buy fee. It's basically a 5K buy fee. Hang on, hang on, hang on. $25,000 buy fee. Our buy fee is how much? Five grand, basically. It's going to be between four and 5K, depending on what we sell. Did y'all hear that? 
That's a cheap ass buy fee for a million dollar car. I'm gonna get it in nine hundred ten thousand out of now what I'm gonna get it in twelve. You're gonna get it in nine hundred and twelve thousand out of thirteen. You're gonna get it in thirteen. That's enough of that. Listen, hey, but what what I'm trying to get a point to these guys is like when you go to these classic car sales, and I learned this the hard way the other day because I I didn't ask them what the buy fee was. I figured it was like five percent because they charge more, and I it was twelve percent at a classic car sale that I bought some cars at the other day. And speaking of, so like if you go to Barrett Jackson, they charge a ten percent buy fee and an eight percent sale fee. And I was at lunch with some guys yesterday that are actually coming to work for Give Me the Vent out of Phoenix. And he, was, he used to run Barrett Jackson. I won't say his name because I don't want to get in any conflict, but he told me a story about a fella that had a Hemikuda and it brought a million dollars and he wanted like a million two for it. But Barrett Jackson was an absolute sale. Absolute sale means you're going to sell it. If you check it in absolute, it sells for the high price. They got to a million dollars, and he's screaming, no, no, no. The owner? Oh. No, no, no. And they're like, yes, yes, yes. He's like, no, no, no. I'm not selling it for that. So how it all shook out at the end, he thought he could get out of it, and he couldn't. And he had to write them a check for $180,000. He had to pay them the 10% buy fee and the 8% sale fee. So now he's got whatever he had in the car plus $180,000. Jeez. Bad stories from the absolute auction world. Ouch. That's why 5K is a pretty cheap buy fee for a million-dollar car. Yeah, it was actually 4K on that one. Um, But but they're just... Normal dealer auctions aren't used to selling million-dollar cars. So we had to make sure that that was clear. Um, Anyway... Hey, what's this story about a woman catches on to a man inviting extra women to his to date? There's a woman on TikTok, and she's uh, she's telling her story about this unusual date she had. So it's an online date. She hasn't met the guy yet. Okay, so she shows up. They're waiting for the guy. Another woman shows up. They're same waiting t- for the same guy. table. The guy shows up. <laughs> Another woman shows up. He invited three women to the same date, and she thinks she has a good idea why. It's cut five. I met this guy on a dating app. They bring us to our table and they seat us at this four top, which honestly isn't that weird if you think about it. We're really only sitting there for like maybe two minutes before this girl walks up. So all the girls are just introducing each other. He'd scheduled this date at the same time with all three of us to meet at this place. He was trying to speed up his process of finding the perfect three-way. Mm-hmm. This guy's genius. I wonder if it no, worked out. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. No. He's an idiot. No, he's Why? not. What if it, it would have worked? And think about all the time he saved. Well, I mean, that's true. That is efficient. It but never still. works when the guy sets it up. Ever, 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 ever. <laughs> JD has JD has hmm. preached this for years. It's so just, JD, It doesn't. You've got to, the women have got to set the deal up. The guy really is an invited guest to the party. So you're really the last thought they have. Oh. Your girl has to go in somewhere, topless bar, wherever you happen to be. And they started with a little girl thing. And then you go, hey, you want to go back for some drinks? And then one thing leads to another. But when the guy sets it up, it'll never happen. I ever, like girls. It won't happen. It won't happen. <laughs> ever. Now, if you're listening to, the, if you're new 
listening to the show and you don't know this yet, J.D. Ryan is our authority on all things dealing with swingification. <laughs> yes, because, sexual. Oh, stop yeah. it. He's Not the man. Mm-hmm. He is the man. He has an man. upside down pineapple sticker on his back glass of his forerunner. Yep. So I just put it up the ass accidentally. No. Did you just say what I think you said? No. Did y'all yes, hear did. what I thought? I, wait, Gigi, did you hear what I thought I heard? I heard him say it was there. I just put it up the blank accidentally. No, I did <gasps> not no. say that. That's Ax- a one-way street. Accidentally. That's <laughs> not what you thought. Oh. Lord have mercy. Diamond Jenna. Darren in Ventura, California. Good morning. Good morning to you. This what is not perspective to you. But the show blows this morning, man. No one cares about college football and you explaining it to Gigi about the spread. I want to hear some car deals, man. I want to hear your wife call you and complain about things. I want to hear about you and your kids on motorcycles. You know what I'm saying? I want an entertaining show. And I don't know about you, bro, but 95.5, they play the worst music on their show. I'm going to to Phil Collins. Bon Jovi. I'm like, God, you're killing me here. Oh, is he, uh, are they playing yeah. bad music during our show, like during our breaks? Do you think it's intentional? No, I, dude, I have no idea, bro, but, but like Bon Jovi and Phil Collins, what's that stupid song called they just played? Uh, I don't know. That, 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 I, I, I don't pick the music. We're on 70 uh, stations around the country, but but if, um, if, if uh, I'll talk to him about the playlist if it's bad. Lame-ass song, um, I can't think of the name. It's stuck in my head, though. You know, oh, no, 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 do, do, do. oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to turn this stuff off. I'm sorry about and that. And say hi. More, more Gigi, please. More Gigi. I'm mean, like, Did a couple we... of shows back, you had no Gigi on there. It was unbearable. Oh. Gigi is the goal in that show. So get this, G. I'm at mm-hmm. um, Shelby. America yesterday in Vegas. And Darren, the reason the show's a little off today is because I'm in Vegas. I'm coming in remote, and I had a long night. Imagine that. And it's an early morning, so I'm a little off kilter. It was either this or a replay. What would you rather have? This. Okay. I'm at Shelby America. You know, Shelby. Carol Shelby's factory where they build the Mustangs. And I'm interviewing and talking with the CEO. They're fans of the show, and they invited us. Like, come over. We want to meet you the next time you're in Vegas. So go over there. And some guy hears my voice, and he comes over to me talking to these Shelby execs. And he's like, oh, my God, are you John Clay Wolf? No, 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 no. I'm like, hi. And he's like, oh, my God. And he just starts talking about Gigi and Bobo and this and that. And he knows everything. And he's like, you know, I've got one arm. I was like, I've noticed that. And, um, and. So my, the the one guy picks me out of a crowd thousands of miles away from home is a one-armed dude with a service dog. And it was so awkward. He's a sweet guy and I'm so glad he came up to me. But I was like he was he was like talking to those guys like, "Do you realize who you're sitting here with?" And he was building right me up real high. And I was like, "I bet they think this is a plant." <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> But the one listener that tracks me down is a guy with a service dog. I mean, like with a big wrap, like a big T-shirt on that says "service dog," and it's like oh. a Chihuahua. Okay. <laughs> it's a Chihuahua. Okay. I don't know if it's a Chihuahua, but he was a really nice guy. But it it, it was very funny, uh, and and he did not leave, but it was all good. What's our time, boss? Right at three minutes. Oh, we got three minutes left. Okay, during the SAG strike. Breaking Bad reunion, 
What is this about? Yeah, the cast of Breaking Bad had a kind of an impromptu reunion at the actor's strike picket line recently. Brian Cranston, Walter White, was asked by the Hollywood Reporter if AI is an issue, and according to him, it absolutely is. We've got this is a cut number ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never before this contract will have a sentence in there that states actors must be human beings. This is mind-boggling, but that's what it will say. And the same thing with the Writers Guild contract. Must be written by a human being. We've never had to imagine that before. But that's here, right now. And we have to step in and say, you are dehumanizing the workforce, and it cannot continue. So once again, sports is kind of ahead of this, right? NIL, name, image, likeness, all the way down to high school level in some cases now. Not millions, but... They have to be recognized for that. Now, his co-star, Aaron Paul, who played Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad, was there too. But he sounds like he might have an alternative plan just in case this strike takes longer than members of the Screen Actors Guild were counting on. This is cut 11. Oh, hey, nerdiest old dude I know. You want to come cook Crystal? Please. I'd ask my diaper-wearing granny, but her wheelchair wouldn't fit in the RV. So, you know, everybody's got a plan out there in Hollywood (laughs) for what they're going to do. Hey, Bobbo, I heard you broke the toaster last week. Broke the toaster? They said you were sm- you were lighting cigarettes with the toaster in the middle of the night when y'all were up partying? That doesn't break I, a toaster. I've never seen... I thought you I thought you dropped it and broke it. No. You're, you're, you must be chatting with Turley. Okay. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Narcissness. Yeah, Mr. It smelled like booze and cigarettes. I smelled a strong smell of booze I and cigarettes. It. Cigarettes and booze. <laughs> you, you have been angry about that all week, <laughs> all week. I have. Yes, he, he, he I has been feel angry. I, I didn't feel angry at the time. You made the promo out of it. <laughs> I did make a promo out it's of it. Funny. That's yes. how not angry about it. I was. Oh, okay. Just looking for just looking for comedy gold. Gotcha. How does how does lighting a cigarette with a toaster go wrong? What's the risk? Okay, you have to pick up the toaster with both hands. Okay? All right. Your right thumb is pretty much free. This is your fulcrum on this. You, you plunge the toaster mechanism down, mm-hmm. and then you wait until the filaments light up, okay? Stick your butt onto the filament, inhale, and you're lit. Now, you got to get the p- toaster put down and get out the door quick, and that's how you do that. And we'll be back with more useful information <laughs> when we get back to the John Clay Wool Show, brought to you by America's Best Car Buyer, GimmeTheVin.com. And if we're losing, you go to JCWShow.com and click Listen Live, because we're going to lose some time zones right now. We're back the next hour. Don't ever let me be I only wanna be by your side Please don't ever let me be I only wanna be by your side You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show The guy's a blackout drunk 800-800-RADIO Yo, give me the vin Hey, want more John Clay Wolf? Who are you as wife? Who are you as mother? Go to jcwshow.com For the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. Big City Nights. Scorpions. God, that takes you back to the MTV days. That's yeah. some good stuff. 
So this gal in Denver, I believe, Lauren, what's her name? I know nothing except that there's a politician that they think is an escort, and they kicked her out of a play, Beetlejuice. Oh, Bobo. Lauren Boebert. House, House representative from Colorado, from the state of Colorado. Uh, she's Gigi, is she a hooker? She's she not a hooker. She just says a lot. But it looks like she was vaping, and then she lied about it. Like it, I mean, like we can see you, dummy. Well, she, you're on the camera. She was asked to leave for vaping, and she was also very animated. She apparently loved the play. Okay, Beetlejuice. She was also. Have you ever made out in a movie theater, John? Yes. Okay. Well, there was not very a, long, but yeah. You're sitting there in the dark, and you not don't imagine long. anybody's looking at you. But they have security cameras that can see in the dark. And she and the boyfriend are getting very handsy, oh. very handsy in their seats. In I mean, this is the theater. It's a live play. It's not a movie theater. This is like the downtown, you know, posh Denver world-class show theater. And they're groping and vaping and having a ball, so they asked her to leave. Hey, and Russ, I think he's going to pork her. That night, <laughs> that night, she issued a deal on the the artist formerly known as Twitter and said, you know, sorry if I was disrupted, but I love this place so much. You've just got to go see Beetlejuice while it's in Denver. She's very complimentary of the play, okay, and denied everything. And then new footage came out, especially of the groping part. And a lot of people are having trouble with her about that. But, you know, there and this may be conspiracy, and J.D., you help me with this, but mm-hmm. there have been a lot of photos that came out from, say, like mid-'90s, late-'90s maybe, uh-huh. that are escort ads. Starring Lauren Boebert. Okay, so what if she was? Okay, uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, 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 Kamala was, right? Who? I don't think so. Our vice president? That's a whole different story. We're not going to go there. No, no. She, you got to <laughs> We're not going to bring in the black girl she to was bolster the, uh, up the white girl because she did something stupid. So we're going to let the black girl stand down well, on no, this. She no, why does it have to be she black She was girl, not an girl. escort, but she was the attorney general of the state of California, which is a very similar thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, nice. both those gals in Congress, you've got your Lauren Boebert, okay, and you've got your Marjorie Taylor Greene. Both of them appeal to me radically. That is my type. Brash, spunky Boobies. country women. Boobies. You know? That's what that, it is, Bob. Lauren Bobert's a doll. Say it. She's a doll. Say it. Well, the, be- the best bod is the crazy one up in New York. What's her name? Pop quiz. Um, I don't know. AOC. Oh, AOC. AOC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's pretty, too. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah that goes hand in hand. She does have a crazy look that she that she uses uh, that wide eyed look. Yeah, <laughs> I think she's of, just she's just firm and determined. That's so all. it's you just a, it's a slow news day. Chick was making out with her boyfriend and uh, vaping. Maybe right. she's a little uh, of a uh, exhibitionist. I believe Maybe you're right. Maybe she wants people to see her in it, and she it turns her on to know that people are watching. Oh yeah, and I tell you this from experience: when you Google Lauren Boebert images. There are just a gazillion pictures that she has posed for. She likes to be in pictures. And you like to look at them. Absolutely, I do. What a great combination. That, dude, that that evening gown she wore to the play that she got kicked out of while, she, while she's walking out, she's readjusting her, uh-huh. her strapless yes. gown. Man. Hey, Bob, we went to the uh, Jets-Cowboys game on Sunday yes. together. Did you find it weird that that guy's name was Sauce Gardner? Yeah. I mean, That's how his do you real name? name? Kid, his name is, I mean, uh, 
What do you want to new? What do you want to name the new baby, honey? Is it a boy or a girl? I like the name Jizz. God. Well, he, well, he came from your affair with the gardener. Okay, we'll just call him Sauce. <laughs> right. Jesus. Sauce is a better last name than the Christian name. Right. Like your first, okay, sauce first name, gardener. first name barbecue. You know, sauce. Right. Okay. <laughs> there you go, Gigi. Thank you. Thank you. Yay! Okay. Hey, speaking of um, uh, bad delayed reactions, isn't there some game we're going to play? Movie match? Yes. Yes. Do you know about Fire this? Fire that off. Do we have enough time? This is this is a this is a pre-K invention. He entirely put this together. Okay. Six of us. Okay. So we, no, so now we got DJ pre-K and DJ homeschool. Yeah, over there in the production room. All right. <laughs> DJ so, Homeschool, JD Ryan, <laughs> Gigi, Sean, Pre-K, Turley, and myself all made a list of our three favorite comedy films. Now you you've got this on a page. You can see those, right? I do not. Okay, I I'm might. gonna I'm gonna read them to you. Okay. And you tell me which one of us picked these films. Now Sean has a list with the right answers on it. I don't have the answers, so. Because I want to play, okay? Okay, so three favorite comedy films, and I have to guess between you, Pre-K, and Turley, who picked the, the three different ones? There's six of us. How are you going to leave out the black girl again? I think For you're real? on there, aren't you? Right? Wow. Gigi. Did you pick I mean, three movies? Gigi's like Miss Affirmative Action. Okay, don't make me angry. We did, do not want to resurrect the angry black woman. Did no, you pick three don't. movies? Huh? Did you <laughs> pick three movies? Yes, I did. Okay, JD, Gigi, me, Sean, Pre-K... Yes. I never said okay. I was a math uh, whip. So here's the first list, John. All right. These three films. That's four people, Bob. That's not six. <sighs> okay. Pre-K, will you, you help me with this? All right. Not numbers, JD, Gigi, <laughs> Bobo, John, Sean, and Pre-K. That's six. I don't think John picked three. Oh, we didn't. I didn't pick anything. Oh. I wasn't even invited. But who's the Y'all sixth want me to tell person? you? No, he can't Please. pick three because then he would know it's his. All right. The options are JD, Ryan, Bobo, me, Pre-K, Turley, Sean, and Gigi. Okay. All right, go. You got it? Okay, first list. These three films, Blazing Saddles, What About Bob, and Airplane. Okay, JD got Airplane. (laughs) Did, uh, was that JD's list? Yeah, Blazing Uh, Saddles, What About Bob, and Airplane. That's me. All right. John, you got one. Ding, ding, Thank ding. you. You want to know. Here's the next list. The Fifth Element, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, and Medea Goes to Jail. The Gigi pick? Yeah, Gigi was one of the pickers. I'm going to go Gigi on this one. Sean? What? Oh, not Gigi. Then it was You're Sean. Wrong. Boo, hiss. Oh, it's Sean. That's yeah. Sean. Okay. I thought Sean, because it was just so dumb, but then the Medina thing threw me Gigi's way. Right, right, right. Okay, here's one. Hot yeah, okay, I see I see you. These three movies. I know. Hot Chick, Nacho Libre, and Sea Spot Run. God, that's so damn random. It might be Bobbo. Mm. Ah, that's who I would have picked, too. <laughs> just because hmm. it's That's just so random. random. Jesus yeah. Christ. Right. I mean. It's somebody's list. Uh, then it's got to be pre-case. Mm. Then I don't know. C-spot run. Come on, man. <laughs> Who is it? Well, how come it can't be in my list? It can. It's G-G- mine. Oh. What the hell is C-spot <laughs> run? It is. It is. What, is it? what is C-spot run? 
oh my god that movie was so funny i took my kids to go see it like so many times i was like guys want to see it again want to see it again it was so funny then i bought it i love that movie with um the arquette boy you know who the arquette boy is who you call and then boy? the guy from blackish <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, shut up. I don't <laughs> I know. Can say no. that. You can't. I, I'm uh-huh. saying that because you love movies like I love movies, Gigi. It's so hard to pick three comedy movies. Here's the next list, John. Yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Blues Brothers, and Where the Buffalo Roam. Bobo. That's me. Right. Very good. Okay, here's the next one Anchorman, Bad Santa, and This is Spinal Tap. Turley. Turley is correct. Is it correct? Yes. Huh. That's a good list. Okay. And the last one, How High, Malibu's Most Wanted, and Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> of course is DJ Pre-K. I mean, that's who he built his life around. Hey, who could that be? <laughs> B-Rad, baby. B-Rad. Uh, you gotta have it, man. Life story, baby. Next week, all the dough. 800-800-7234, 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. When we come back from break, we will bid the cars on the radio for you guys uh, on behalf of GiveMeTheVin.com. I'm in Vegas today, so I can't see the clock. What's our time? Right on time. Right on time. So tonight at iHeart Music Festival is Foo Fighters, and I have never seen the Foo Fighters. There's other people, too, that are good. And I've, Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, whatever. I mean, she's fine. But Foo Fighters, I am excited about that one. Tell Kelly I said hello. Last night was Cheryl Crow and TLC. Uh, a bunch of black rappers that I don't know. And you no sound white kind of rappers. Racist. Just want to no, put it out there. But no white rappers. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. and what about Mexican rappers? Sounded kind of racist. You don't see many Mexican rappers, and I think it's time for a Mexican rapper surgeons. I Donde think they ought to do esta, if, la if they re, if they Esaraño discoteca discoteca maneca la biblioteca malikitse shows cabron dios es bueno. If they did Malibu's most wanted as a redo, where B Rad was uh, Jose. What city would it be out of? Temecula? San Diego. No. Yeah. El Segundo. El, El Segundo. Segundo. All right. My I name's John Clay Wolf. El Good Segundo. morning, West Coast. Good morning, Vegas. I'm sitting here in the studios at 97.1 The Point in Las Vegas on Flamingo Avenue right now. We'll be back in just a minute. the air every Saturday morning from New York to Los Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com you're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show want more of the John Clay Wolf Show check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com now Back to the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. I'm looking at these callers that want us to buy their cars and get numbers on them, and I don't really like the cars I'm looking at, like this one. John in uh, Columbia, you've got a 07 Landscaper rig, gas with a gazillion miles on it, and you want sixteen grand. Uh. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it's worth four. Yeah. Oh, Thank no. You. Oh, I yeah. Think- Hot Rod Jimmy. Hey, how you doing there, John? Good, good. Anyway, yeah, I saw on the on that uh, on that warehouse where you had those cars stored for thirty years, there was a SS four fifty four pickup. I know that those were. Uh, I guess they weren't offering big blocks in the uh, in the passenger cars, and that was the only thing you could get a big block in. So they capitalized on that. Well, it was it was just their version of a of a one off, you know, specialty truck. And in 1990, the 454SS, this truck has eight miles on it, and like the leather jacket that came with it and the hat is still in the back seat in a box. There's plastic on the seats, and there's a window sticker on the glass. I mean, these cars that we found in this barn find in Alabama are new. Like, he bought them new, and he just wow. put them in the back, and he put a cover on them. It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. You, you have to be a car lover to enjoy it, but I definitely do. I mean, I, I just exactly. can't. You know how long it would take me to found to find that many cars for the collection at the ranch? I mean, it would have oh, taken forever. Yeah. It was it yeah, like turned it into a museum in, in in one hit. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. And guys, if you want to see that, for you. yeah, but real real quick, guys, if you want to see that, go to uh, jcwshow.com and click the uh, YouTube feed Vegas Live because I'm in Vegas today. But during the breaks, he's just playing video of those cars when we're pulling them out of that barn and. Alabama, and there's a lot of people chatting about it. It's pretty funny. What, what was your second question, boss? Okay. Anyway, what, I got project cars that I want to, you know, build build one up and sell it. What do you think of, of selling it privately versus going to auction or going to a consignment house? You know, uh, all all nice of them work. All you know, Streetside Classics has like four huge rooms around the country, and they do consignments. I think they charge eight percent, or maybe ten. Uh, the the auctions charge eight to ten percent. Meekum is a great one. Meekum has a big sale in Dallas today, actually. Uh, uh-huh. I I think I don't know. I mean, I, I like Meekum. I see. I do. I do. That, do they that, that, they that, usually that, have a reserve. Yep. Uh, yeah, there is a reserve at Meekum. Uh, JP, you've got a fourteen King Ranch with a bunch of miles on it. Hundred hundred and a half. Yeah, average yeah. rough. Average rough or clean condition on your F one fifty. Uh, it's clean. Two wheel drive, fourteen King Ranch. Oh, I don't know. Does twelve grand sound right? Uh, I think for trade value, that's probably pretty. Good. Okay, there you go. Go to gimmethevin.com and sell it. James, you've got a clapped out um, gas XLT, two wheel drive crew cab F two fifty with one hundred and thirty seven. It's probably worth six grand. Seven grand. All right. All right, man. Thanks. Go to gimmethevin.com um, and yes, sell sir. it to us if you want to. My name is John Clay Wolf by Cars on the Radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Yes, we are live. It is Saturday, September 20... Today's Saturday, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. My wife's birthday was Thursday. Happy birthday, honey. And that's why we're in Vegas. And I'm we're going to the iHeartRadio Music Festival tonight in Vegas. And... I'm a little off today because I've been up late, and I had to get up at 5 a.m. Vegas time to do this show. So I felt pretty good earlier, and now it's starting to kick in on me. I need to get a beer and start watching some college football, and you do too here in a minute when we get done in about 45 minutes. No, no, we've got an hour and 45 minutes left. Golly. All right, be back in a minute. 
Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket, skyrocket. to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. Oh, uh, yeah, we're back. Back to The John, John Clay, Clay Wolf, Wolf show. show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hey, Bob. He's not here at this current time. Leave a message. We'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> then JD. Yes. Our Gigi, you're the you're the therapist. I'm going to give this one to you. I've got a Facebook guy that's hitting me a lot on Messenger, and he's very into us. And it's a little creepy that he's sending me these videos. John, I found some strange artifacts that cannot be explained. I do believe they're human skulls. I want to Ew. give the person that I admire most in this world, you, a chance to share in the excommunication of these artifacts. And he just keeps selling me the stuff, and I'm writing, I'm like, what in the hell is this? Who are you? You're scaring me. <laughs> Block. <laughs> anyway. Block. Block. Gigi, I'm going to hook you up with this guy. No, but the more you start looking at this, they do look like a bunch of human skulls. So you might call the FBI and him at the same time on three-way. Um, call the police. <laughs> nobody move. Nobody yeah, get Yeah, nobody get... That's the sound of my... <laughs> yeah, call the police. That's weird. You know it's I mean? not that's human skulls, but it's weird. He might have something, but it's very... The whole thing's a little weird, so I'd rather not do it myself. I'd like to have you do it. <laughs> No, thank you. Right. <laughs> I'm good. No, thank you. Are they you. like crystal skull things? You remember that was a deal a few years ago. Yeah, man. Crystal I, skulls. Sure. I don't know. It's, it's just odd. It's odd. This guy may end up in jail, and maybe he can send us a letter, mail from jail. Hmm? Hey, speaking of um, dead people, Orlando to Miami, the high-speed train just opened last week, and on its first day, it killed someone on the tracks. Oh, no. <laughs> what happened? Uh, it's going too fast. They weren't used to it. Wham! Okay, mail from jail. Johnny Cash, good morning. How are you, Johnny Cash, coming down from the heavens? There he is, Johnny. Hello, I'm Johnny, Johnny Cash. Johnny reads us mail from jail, listeners from prison, incarcerated folks that have radio antennas in their cells. John, this, one, this one here is a doozy, and I'm going to read it just this, the way he wrote it. It says, hi, John and crew. What's up? My name is Danny Leon Lucas, incarcerated at the James B. Allred <laughs> Unit in Texas. I listen to your show every Saturday. What's up, especially for Gigi? Hey. Boy, she sounds like a hot little number, if mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I find you your mean. show very instruction, instrumental, insightful, and uplifting. She looks like Oprah Winfrey when Oprah's skinny. I was going to say, don't make me slave, Oprah. Don't make me color purple, Oprah. Okay. <laughs> Do your Oprah. You're so good. Mm. Yeah, did, Gigi, Gigi actually auditioned oh, yes. for the help. Mm. Read the letter, Bobo. Hoppo! But, but why does she have to talk like that? For real. And y'all know what I'm talking about, too. She's educated. She's articulate. But every time she gets on the screen, mm, all my life I had to fight. Read it. Read it, Bobo. She goes right back to Please. the color purple, doesn't she? Mm. Read it. <laughs> Come on now. It's not Bobo. It's Johnny Cash. Y'all get my kids, Johnny Cash. Get my kids, please. Just waiting for a break. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> I'm writing this letter from AdSeg Lockdown because I don't get along with stealing dishonest son of a bitches. I'm sure you know how it is. 
I don't do nothing but ride and listen to my radio, which is the only voice I trust in here. John, I need you and the crew to hook me up with some of the ladies. Callers, listeners, viewers, fans, or ladies in general, I am not proud or picky. It would mean so much to me because it gets lonely in this cell. Would you please read my ad to the ladies on the air? Here is my ad. Ad. I am a 46-year-old single black male, height 5 foot 7, weight 190, and I'm very handsome with plenty of staying power. Hint, hint. I have black hair and brown eyes. I am no tolerant, flexible, considerate of, of others, and above all, sincere. And my sense of humor will keep a smile on her face, and my romantic nature will keep a twinkle in her eyes. I'm seeking women of all ages. Race, creed, or color is unimportant. I will listen for you to read my ad and letter on the radio. That God. way I know you got my ad and letter. Thank you listen. very much, and take care of Gigi for me till I get out. Mm-hmm. Listening to me. this. Sincerely, Danny Lucas. Listening, listening to that is almost as painful as getting stuck behind the old guy at the 7-Eleven cashing in his lotto tickets. Boy, how am with you there. Good God. That is a that I mean that's bad when that happens and it keeps happening to me. Gee, does that ever happen to you where you get behind the the old creeper and they've got a stack full of lotto tickets that they want to go through? Yeah. I, I'm usually that old creeper. And oh, buying them you? while they're scratching them, scratch another one, scratch them. He's got to do another one. Three dollars. Oh, buy what me about this one? Right, it's yeah. not a winner. <laughs> what do you I mean? Just, I just want some beer and some snuff. Can I go over their shoulder and get that done so I can get the hell out of here? I've I've gone to the it got so bad one day, I knew my bill was about 15 bucks, and I just left a 20 on the counter and held up the beer and said, I'm stealing this. I will see you all later. <laughs> oh, wow. Here, here's your tip. You Don't turn me in. <laughs> Jesus. Lotto Larry, man. I mean, they, they need a new line at the convenience store for Lotto Larry. Gigi, are you really that? Are you that person? Well, yeah, because I buy a lotto ticket. I don't buy it very often. Then I yep. put it in my wallet. Then I forget. Then I get another one. So <laughs> that I end up with this fistful of lotto tickets that never win. But we've got to stand there and go over there. Then they try to like, well, you could just check them right here. No, I'm here in your store. And if I win, you're going to get some money. So we're about to check them together. <laughs> okay, but it's good, though, because if I win, I would buy everybody's things behind me. But I have to win more than $5. Pre-K, do you have any Brosetta Stone for us this morning? We have not done your update where you educate us on the hip-hop lingo in a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can break it down for y'all. Take it away, boss. Let me see what I got. So, Brosetta Stone, hip-hop word of the week. Let me give y'all some slang, see if y'all square bears can understand. Okay. And uh, this week's word, or more of a phrase, is uh, catch a square. Y'all ever caught a square? I believe so. No. Uh, a square is a cigarette. Uh, you're, you're, you're far off. I'll tell you, you're cold. Let me give y'all some uh, synonyms. No. Uh, if you're catching a square, you might also bring hats, uh, run the fade, or just straight up square up. Oh, I know what it is. What you think? We about to fight. We about to go to fisticuffs, huh? Yup, show sure enough. That's right. You got better flex, square you up, buddy. Square anytime, any place, really anywhere. Huh. That's right. I, I thought it was a cigarette too, John. It comes from uh, like uh, a boxing ring is a square. So you want to square up, catch a square. Okay. Run that fade, baby. Okay. But you're right. You're right. You got any more? Now y'all can go and use that in y'all's everyday life. 
<laughs> next month. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I got one. L seven. L seven. L seven is the L7. group. For, is that, that, that's the, it's is a that square. Like the... It's a square. It's a oh, cigarette. Okay. L seven. A squares. I've heard that one. Why L seven? L seven. Yeah, I was L7. thinking of the J six or G six. Wow, look, L seven. See, yeah, I can't do it there. <laughs> huh. Okay. Okay, right on, right on. I, I have a genetics question because um, you guys are guys, right? All right. Yes. So it has come to my attention that men they spend a lot of time thinking about wars in the Roman Empire. Do you guys think about that? My wife asked me this question, and I said no. You lied, didn't you? No, I just have never, ever, ever think about it. Color this in for me, because she started to, but I wasn't listening to her. You know, mm -hmm. I, I have selective hearing disorder. Okay. Gee. Oh, okay. No, I was, I was talking to someone the other day, and they said that men think about the Roman Empire and wars that happened a long time ago. And I'm like, no way. And then when you start asking people, sometimes I'll ask my male participants and stuff like that. They're like, yeah, I think about this and the weapons and this and that and so on and so forth. And, and I feel like it's maybe because I'm a girl. Sorry if I sound sexist, but that just never crosses my mind. Like who cares what happened then? So I just wondered if you guys think about that too. You know, so does that mean, does that mean I'm gay if I don't think about it? I mean, we would love you anyways. It's just not an interest, but like not so much the Roman Empire, but war in general. Yeah, uh -huh. it, it does it actually come up and count. You know, we could have won <laughs> Vietnam if we had more F-111s. Here we go. Right? Here it comes. Here we go. No, I believe Gladiator comes. movies, uh, that makes you gay. Does it? <laughs> yes. What? No, Gladiator huh. movies are good. Hey, Jimmy, you ever what? seen Gladiator movies? You mean Conan? Like Conan the Barbarian? Yes. That's, really like, that's yeah. not gay. If you really like Gladiator that's movies. That's Schwarzenegger. Okay. You better enunciate. <laughs> My name is John Connor. I'm not a cop. I love Schwarzenegger yeah. and everything, man. You ever like watched that 300 movie? That 300? Like, I what? love it. I never have. Okay, oh I never gosh, have. That. Well, what a great war story, man! They 300 guys defended against the Persian yeah. war. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, then you walk through your house, you want to kick open the door. This is Sparta! But if you think about that movie every day, you may have a no. problem. Yeah. <laughs> you may be the I issue. So. Speaking Maybe of so. weird sounds, there's something here about some kid that's crying or something. It sounds like R2-D2 oh, distress. Is it worth doing? It's certainly notable. All right, we'll do it when we get back. My name is John Clay Wolf by Cars and Radio for America's Best Car Bar. Give me the VIN.com. Go to jcwshow.com and click live from Vegas, and you will see us in the studio. I'm actually at the Point radio station, 97.1, in Las Vegas right now, beaming in satellite because I'm in L.A. for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Not L.A., Vegas, duh, big difference. And the, ah, I lost my train of thought. See, the hangover starting to kick in. That's what happens oh, when no. you go to Vegas. I'll be back in a minute. America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. 
check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call toll free 1-800-800-RADIO. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. Jane says, I'm done with Sergio. How long do we have? About nine and a half minutes. Let's do that thing that we stole off of, we lifted off of, we compliment Dallas guy Mike Reiner. We've done it a few times. It's fun. It's a time filler, but people enjoy it. Two-minute drill where they call in 800-800-7234, 800-800-7234, and just say, I think that the UAW strike is dumb. I think that... Donald Trump is an idiot. I think that people need to love each. You know, you, you can give some more examples. We we did this a couple of weeks ago, and we had hundreds of phone calls. It was a blast. Yeah, rapid fire. We don't make any comments, to agree or disagree. We just let them go. Just take the calls and let them go. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four. I heard this on a little station in Dallas Fort Worth years ago, and I was like, "That's a pretty good bit." We've done it a few times. But I am a little hungover, so I'm running out of material. <laughs> hey, while we're while we're loading the phones for the two minute drill, you asked yeah. about this. You're never sure what you're in for when you see passengers flying with very small children on board, right? So one guy on a particularly long flight recorded a baby that's just screaming its head off. Okay, and it reminded him of the famous R two D two scream from Star Wars. Remember that in the Battle of the Death Star? Listen to this. Listen to this little sucker screech. It's got number seventeen. Oh Jesus. Right. Typical Bob O'Deal. For reference, here's a cut of the real thing, 17 plus. Almost identical. Yeah, very close. If we're going to do that, I'd rather, if we're going to talk Star Wars, is Juan Solo in the mood to wing one? Our Star Wars Mexican production. They've been doing a Mexico production of Star Wars from a land not so far away. And our own Juan Solo comes and gives us updates Yes. On how the uh, production is going. Sean, I know I'm throwing one at you curveball style. I don't know if you have the music bed for it. Do, 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 do. No, that's close encounters. Oh, this is very funny, Mr. Hoof. Good morning, Juan Solo. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. I love it. I love it for your Star Wars music. This yeah? is very nice. <laughs> We are in the middle of the, you know, we've gotten to the end of the return of the Jedi. And the most amazing thing happens. Do you remember after Star Wars, the Harrison Ford, the original yes. Han Solo, was seen another movie from another filmmaker. We've begun scripting and casting for the new Blade Runner. Okay. Yes. Un I have the privilege and honor to play the Harrison Ford role of the oh, Blade wow. Runner. Wow, you're going to be Harrison Ford. J.C. chases wow. the robots. Sure. The robots are very dangerous. And we use them. We don't have real robots, so we use actual actors. And you know Harrison Ford? Uh, sure. We could not get him. No, I bet not. We try. He's busy. We we'll try. Other projects. He's doing something, the Indiana Jones, that I don't yeah. know about no. uh, with the cowboy it's hat. Not a big, not a big deal. But many of the robots with Jews in the movie are actually inflatable sex dolls. No, no. 
Yes. You didn't. Yes. Okay. We animate them using the CGI. <laughs> okay. They're you don't have CGI in Mexico? They're very believable. Actually, it's claymation. Claymation. Oh, claymation. Yeah. Okay, that makes yes. more sense. But when you apply it to the sexy doll, and they have the clothes and the wardrobe, and they look just like a, a, a near future, uh-huh. from not too far in the future, a very near dystopian future, and flying cars, and the little Spanish man who make the uh, origami. Origami, yes. He make a little horses and it. dolphins. Uh, and you're things. very innovative. Yes. yes. But the sexy dolls. Sexy dolls. With the Billy Idol haircut. The Billy Idol haircut. He was yeah. played by Rucker Howard. And that's the original look on the room. Thing, yeah. He's very scary, except for his face, because he has the sex doll face. Well, sure. The, <gasps> and this is hard to look threatening. <laughs> yes. So, what we do, and this was a brilliant idea. Okay. My 35-year-old son okay. suggested that we apply the makeup like the Ace Frehley from the group of Kiss. To make it scarier? Yes. Okay. And a 12-inch tongue. No. He's very scary. <laughs> when he pulls out the tongues and he breathes fire. Oh, fire. And he plays the bass guitar very loud. Yes. We know this is one robot we have to take out of this world. Guys, on hold for the two-minute drill. Hang tight. We're going to get to it in just a second. In the all-new... Senior Blade Runner. Senior Blade Runner. Yes. Okay. I can't wait for you to see it. I can't wait to see it either. The, fi- the fire. That's really the selling point. Thank you, Juan yes. Solo. That is a wonderful update. I did not realize that you not you moved on from Star Wars, and now you're doing a reincarnation of Mexican Blade Runner. Yes. Pretty interesting. So <laughs> what we're doing is two-minute drill. You say, I think that. I'm going to take you to the air. I'm going to, like Larry in Alabama, I'm going to say, Larry, Alabama, Go. There will be no pleasantries. There will be no, hi, how are you doing? There will be no comment from us in most cases. Expect nothing from us. Put out your statement. I think that X, and we'll go from there. So, two-minute drill starts now. I need a whistle. Bing, bing. Larry in Alabama, go. I think that this whole country is going to turn communist before we know it. Eddie, in Wilmington, North Carolina, go. Hey, yeah, I think Joe Biden needs to go to the train station. Oh, just like they do in um, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. ABCD in Dallas, go. Um, I'm sorry, it's Absidy. I think the chemicals in the water are turning the frogs gay, which leading the transgenders, and, and the government is behind it, and Satan's behind that, so... I'm a conspiracy realist, really. I, I agree with you 100%. Jackie in Hollywood, California, go. I think that President Biden should take care of his home first, the United States, take care of the homeless in the United States, take care of the veterans in the United States, people with mental issues in the United States, before sending money out to other countries. There you go. Mark in Nevada, good morning, go. Good morning, Trump won. Biden is scum. And Dez caught it. Eddie in Fayetteville. Oh, I already did you. Hang on. Ronnie in uh, Louisiana, go. Ted Nugent says, don't buy anything but land and ammunition. One more time. I lost him. J.D., can you translate? Ted Nugent says, don't buy anything but land and ammunition. Oh, there you go. Tim in Oklahoma, go. 
I think that if you're going to run for king and queen of the homecoming court in a school, you need to be born with a penis to be king and born with a vagina to be queen. There you go. Deep thoughts from Tim in Lawton, Oklahoma. Thank you. Will in Pittsburgh, go. Pittsburgh, yeah, PA. I got a, yeah, I've got an 06 Monte Carlo. Okay. And I think you guys might be interested in it, or at least I hope you are. Uh, I think it's if it's, it's now. See, it's ninety nine thousand miles. Um, I think that it's worth probably five grand, four grand. That's that's kind of where I thought it was. Go to GiveMeTheVin dot com and load it up. We'll take a look, see, and take a hard look. There's your two minutes. I didn't mean to grab the carbon in there. There you go. <laughs> oh, he's got it. Late to the party, but he's got it. Uh, All right. Gigi, what what what's your I think that G? Let's let's go around the the court here. Forty five seconds. I think that I am an amazing catch, and I will not be single for too much longer. Oh, there you go, everybody. Yay. Look right. her up online, G.G. Drummond, Mrs. G.G. Drummond. Uh, J.D. will post her dating profile from Tinder and Switch. I'll do it. Thank you. I'm Facebook a big girl. Page. Feed me well, and I'll treat you right. Okay. We'll be back in just it. a minute with more of the show, the final hour. And remember, to you can stream it off of uh, the YouTube page live. And you can see the cars that we bought in Alabama, the 24 cars that have been in a tomb, brand new, that we uncovered last week. And we're putting together a video series about it. But the raw reel, I just asked them to roll that during this last hour. And you can see it there. Go to jcwshow.com, jcwshow.com, jcwshow.com. And that is also where the podcast is that you can pull down during the week. Remember, givemethevin.com is America's best car buyer. And that's who this program is sponsored by. Thank you, Give Me The Vin. If you'd like to sell your car, go to GiveMeTheVin.com. If they don't beat a CarMax offer, they will send you a check for $100. And also, GiveMeTheVin buys leases. A lot of dealers cannot buy leases. We have made deals with most of the major lease lenders in the country where we can buy leases. So if you have a lease that you think you're okay in and you want to get out of, go to GiveMeTheVin.com and sell us your lease. The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for The John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker. Out.